Breaking news, Chris. Oh, shit. Oh, this is dangerous. Like, every time there's breaking news, it's really dangerous. <laughs> Seth Green's NFTs have been stolen. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> Get fucked. Somebody took four or three monkeys. Well, wait a minute. I have, I have, this, I have the, the scoop on who did it. What? What's up? I was going to say, you created NFTs, so can't you just, I like, give it them. back to him? No, I'm the one who stole them. Oh, fuck. I stole Seth Green's NFTs. I've got one hanging on my fridge. We're going to check Twitter. Check our, check the I have more trophies than you Twitter to see it. We're going to tweet that out when this episode goes live. Uh, but I this is a direct message to Seth Green. Seth Green, I stole your monkeys, your your three monkeys and your doodle that <laughs> we was like trying to like be like, look, this one's worth twenty thousand dollars. You fucking idiot. Anyway, I've got them and I will only sell them back to you for uh I've been watching a lot of those. Do you watch those videos of the dudes that mess with the scammers from India? Uh, sometimes, like I love them. on Twitch and yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's a guy named Pierogi. There was a dude that was like hacking into the uh, the like the security cam feeds of the buildings and like oh, fuck. talking. It was like, hey, why are you wearing a white shirt and a dress and then saying by their real names because he can see like their desks and everything. And it's like <laughs> this has been great. So Seth Green, I will only take gift cards as the payment to get yourself back you can send me psn gift cards uh and or 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 best buy gift cards i take those so if you want your nfts back uh off my fridge please contact us but until then uh hey seth green i have more nfts than you and i have more trophies than you friends to another episode of i have more trophies than you this is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them i am your host dr ryan v wait for it, you're gonna notice the difference here oh, fuck currently 72nd best gamer in all Holy of north america shit. i've jumped up a little bit we'll get into it uh Damn joining God. me as always it's me. Uh, there, wow, dude, fucking! Um, you want to want to take two on that? You want to no, be a little more great. infused like, about I, our show? <laughs> I'm. I have like some. Cr- okay, hey, uh, hey, it's me. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm I'm the the co-host of the show. My back is killing. Wait, me I'm right. sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The, I'm the 71st. 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 Did you just like 70, did somebody was, go down a range I, just now? Well, no, it hasn't updated yet. Uh, so like it says 76, but I've updated it. And looking at this, I have 10 more. I have like one bronze trophy more. Than the person at 71 so that would put me at 71 and dump them down oh shit so i'm just claiming 71 right now damn you're up there you're you're really in the grind of it yeah aren't you yeah yeah we'll 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 talk about that soon anyway introduce yourself hey i'm chris i'm the host of the show when i said that (laughs) i'm proud of you did the hiccup feel good at least no (laughs) i have something i have something i want to go right into it because this is something that's relevant for me right now oh all right i've got a new segment i brought a segment to the show segments i love segments so welcome to the tournament report 
Yeah, I'm still in your bed. No, that's uh, you can't you can't call it report. I own reports. I'm the, the only the repo. There's only report. two. There's only the report. There's only there there's only two people allowed to do reports. Me and report of the week. Those right. are the only two reports allowed. I'll I'll do the uh, Stephen Colbert the the rapport. Uh, welcome okay, to the yeah, tournament that's, rapport. That's fine. <laughs> play the play the Stephen Colbert. I don't even remember what the theme song to the Colbert report. Oh was my god, it's I been don't so long. Either. It's been so long. Yeah, put it in the background when you said that. All right, we'll do it. Yeah. Was I, it da, na, 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 no, that was the Daily Show. Yeah, that's Daily Show. What the fuck? Hold on, hold on. Oh man, this is. The do do you miss his old show? Because I kind of yes. Do. Like I thought I, it was really uh smart and like a report intro clean. Although I wonder how that would work in like today's society. You know. Oh, I remember. It's like da, na, na, na. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't think the Colbert Report would have worked in the last couple of years because it would have just been too much. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, like his outlandish like character is a little because, too like, relevant. Like, well, it's it, too the whole idea was him siding with things that he was against because it's right. like ha ha ha, get it? And it worked back then because like we weren't as divided as we are now, mm-hmm. and so it's just like it's funny, huh? Get it? Because not both sides weren't as terrible as they are now. Right. Now it had just been like you would have had to say some real heinous shit to sound like you're yeah. on the other side, and some people would just be like, eh, they'll just it. take that out of context. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I but the the thing is that uh that era of the Colbert Report perfect. It's a good time capsule. I wish you yeah. could go like the the sad thing about the Daily Show and the Colbert Report is that I don't think you can like they don't have them anywhere. So it's like that's just gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they've got to somewhere. Like there's there's be clips. Like- I have like I have a DVD set of like when they were doing it's called indecision 2004 it's like all of their the mm-hmm. daily show's best bits during the 2004 presidential election it's like that's funny but there's no like it's not like the you know the comedy central uh like catalog which is on streaming sites it's like you can't right. go back and like i want to watch every daily show you yeah. just can't do that which is too bad anyway yeah. tournament report go ahead yeah uh so as you might have um you might remember from our last episode i was going off to play in nope, the indianapolis that episode <laughs> Well, that's fair. Uh, the uh, I went to play in the Indianapolis uh, regional for Pokemon TCG. Um, it was no, I didn't. Uh, but I'm very proud with uh, how I finished because um, it was the largest regional to date, which cool. is insane. After do you think it's because everybody's just like I want to go do it? I think it's kind of. I think it's a little part that, but also Indianapolis is kind of everyone's favorite city to play the game in because we used to have nationals here for many many years um and they were always the largest like they always got bigger and bigger and bigger and then all of a sudden they were just like hey let's just not do it in india anymore and let's go to columbus and it's like like columbus ohio and it's like why ohio is a fucking pit it's a disaster like sorry if you live in ohio like you understand um so yeah, it's now in Columbus, Ohio, uh, and also we've we've switched to international championships. Like nationals are no longer a thing. It's now uh, the whole um, you know continent of North America runs this event now instead of just you know you know the United States because Canada used to have their own national in Southern Mexico. But um, so yeah, it's I think it was one of those things where it's like no one's played in the last two and a half years. And it's an indie, so let's all meet back in indie and have a good time. Which 
that's exactly what it was like i saw a lot of friends that i haven't seen in years like even ones that just don't even play anymore they just came to the event to be there and play inside events and stuff so it was uh really nostalgic uh and it was a lot of fun but uh as i said it was the largest um event for the the tcg at least um because i've got some numbers this was announced right at the beginning and i don't know have you what's what's your like thought of player count uh when it comes to the video game to the trading card game because i would think like most people i hear are like oh i play the video game like i love the video game like blah 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 uh and that like no one would play the tcg do you feel I know that, that way? The, the, no, I think the C isn't the CCG insanely popular. Plus, yeah, fucking Logan Paul's bullshit of like, uh, and everyone doing like, we're gonna open Pokemon cards. Yeah, but that's they, like, they, they, but the thing is, only so many people can open that. Bef- and before they go, well, I might as well play with these. So I feel like it did oh, okay. increase the amount of players as well. So I bet there's a, like, I'm gonna guess. I don't know. I'm gonna guess that 300 people showed up to your tournament. <laughs> No, uh, more or less, <clears throat> more. Um, a, th- a thousand people showed up. Yes, uh, more than a okay. thousand actually. Um, four thousand people. No, showed up. not four thousand. Eleven hundred people showed up. Um, yeah, it was it, for Masters. It was eleven hundred and twenty-six players for the What's main Masters. Event. Oh, that's uh, like that not would be kids. fifteen and above, I believe. Maybe okay. sixteen and above. It's right around that range. Um, but that sounds about right. Plus, honestly, the thing is, like, no, I think it's because the midwest is more compact so more people are going to come from further away and also there's shit all to do so like things like that are going to be bigger here on the west coast it would be like we're so spread out it's like yo there's a big tournament in portland it's only going to be people from portland or seattle and then like only some big shot is gonna fly in and that'd be it you know what i mean there are so many people when i did l5r that's how it was over here it's like they'd have thousands of people at like gen con or the west coast or east coast and then when you did a when i went to west coast tournaments it was like yo what a turnout we got 80 people you know what i mean yeah i mean you are kind of correct in that um assessment of of our game the pokemon tcg because uh the west coast events are smaller you're more spread out there's mountains separating i don't even think that's Um, pokemon i think that's just the west coast in general that goes for card games video games everything it's just we as west coasters don't want to travel that fucking long unless there's like those hardest of hardcores right people like me would like do it every once in a while there are definitely uh like i had a handful of friends that are live they live in la that came to the event but yeah there were a lot of players from southern florida that came they're like yeah i drove 20 hours for this event it's like what like it's insane hold on you can't but florida people are crazy to begin with. yeah i mean yeah you're not wrong there but um yeah it's uh the midwest is is definitely i i even dare to say it's a more competitive area just because we have we have some of the best players in the world just here in indianapolis um but then also all the major events like if we want to go to chicago two hours columbus two hours Nashville, five like it's every major city is within a a decent car ride uh so exactly and if it's like if i wanted to go portland that's four hours if i want to go to seattle that's eight hours if i want to go to san francisco that's eight to nine hours if or maybe six to eight hours. If I want to go to LA, that's 12 hours. If I want to go to uh, San Diego, that's 14 hours. Right. If I want to go to Vegas, that's 12 to 13. And so it's like, I think I, you, you are spoiled to travel. Yeah. And I think, um, if I Which, remember when you move here, it's going to suck. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it just because I'm ready to have a little bit smaller of an event again, because yeah. it is 
so hard to you, play 16 rounds the, of Pokemon. And hey, I'm going to tell you this right now. It's fun being the big fish in the small pond. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of good players out there, but like, um, yeah, Salt Lake City, I think, was the only other regional that North America has had uh, since coming back from COVID, which, I, again, we only started events, I think, back in March. Uh, cool. So, 14 hour drive from where you're moving to to Salt Lake City. Yeah. By the way. I mean, I, I'd still probably. 14 to 16 probably do it but like faster to fly probably I, yeah but, i'd probably yeah. fly but um i think they had 280 masters so it's like yeah definitely tell that you know indianapolis is bigger but um it was kind of funny because quickly just going through the video game had 250 masters seven seniors and nine juniors <laughs> So that's like the little kids like, yeah, I feel like the video game has fallen off compared to the, the, yeah. the card game is massively popular it's so good. and people love card games. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been thinking recently, just like my local game store. Uh, yo, shouts out Astro Games in Medford, Oregon. Shouts out Aaron, the owner. And we that's where we used to play L5R. That's where I used to play Doomtown, shit like that. And like be, between talking to you about card games, and everything, I've gotten the bug of like, maybe I should just like, I don't want to play magic. Yeah. I don't but like, I might. I, I've heard the Pokemon scene might be kicking. It'd be like, I, I, I would. I wouldn't buy packs. I would just buy a deck oh, and play it. I would absolutely say, do not buy packs for Pokemon. Like, if anything, that is the most toxic way to play this game. Like, no. I do not buy booster packs. Our boosters ju- are so loaded with bullshit that you can buy. And not only that, boxes are like two hundred fucking dollars. Also, thanks to the, Paul the, the rare cards are just art cards of the normal cards. If yeah. I started playing, po- if I went down and found out there was like a legitimate scene in my town that wasn't just kids and it was fun, I would just go to you and be like, make me a deck. Here's yeah. my budget. Make me something that'll wreck these people. And then I would just, you know, play that. Yeah. And which, uh, speaking of budget, like my deck that I played, I think probably is like a $30 deck. Like I played the most yeah. budget deck going in and I went, uh, my record was five wins, three losses and a tie, uh, after nine rounds. So, uh, what's the like most busted broken deck in Pokemon right now, right now, the best deck in format. Personally, I think it's the deck that I took in. I think Malamar, uh, is, way good i think people are sleeping on it i think it's going to have a really strong performance at uh north america either but, but north america one. or the next one um right now what's winning is arceus and something so arceus <laughs> is a super versatile card uh it's got a new v-star ability which is a thing that you can use once per game um and what you do, it's it, the cool thing about the V-Star, unlike the, G, we used to have GX attacks, which were the exact same thing, but they were all attacks. So you had to use it as an attack and that just ended, right? But the V-Star are sometimes abilities. So you could use it in the middle of your turn and still continue on with your turn. And so Arceus, his V-Star is just search your deck for any two cards and put them in your hand, which is busted. Like it is so busted because it is your out for any turn you need it to be. So any turn you're just in there and you're like, God damn, I wish I just had this one card or even just, man, I really need these two cards to make things work out. Oh, uh, Arceus V star. I'll do star birth. Cool. Got it. Oh, now I got my two cards. Now I'm going to win this game. I feel but, like there was a, when I played WWE raw deal, there was a deck like that, or it's just like, instead of drawing a card, just, I forget who it was. It was like, instead of drawing a card, just pick any, Oh, I think it was the undertaker. It was like, mm. instead of drawing for your turn, just take any card you want out of your graveyard oh, or, so or your discard. I forget what the discard pile was called. It had like a fun name. 
Yeah, yeah, like it. It anytime there's an ability like that to search your deck for anything or search your discard for something, those are always the most broken things in the game. The most. Oh, um, there was a okay. Hold on. Side note about yeah. WWE Raw deal. There was a, a um for just so you know for for like how this game works. It was a deck your opponent game. When you did damage, they had to overturn cards, and it was the first person to like have no cards. Like if you had to overturn a card and you couldn't, you lost. Mm-hmm. And so there was a deck mechanic called heat which is that you could play cards out of your uh discard pile that had the heat tag but if you ever shuffled a deck back into your uh, shuffle card back into your deck to like regen you mm-hmm. had to uh, uh, exile all those cards from the game okay so it was all about like could you beat your opponent before you kill yourself but there was this deck of do you know who evolution how's your wrestling knowledge it's moderate it's okay you know who evolution was no Evolution was Triple H, Ric Flair, uh, Randy Orton, and Batista. They were okay. a very dominant faction in like the early to mid 2000s. Anyway, they had the mechanic of you would, uh, at the beginning of your turn, you would basically look at the top three cards of your deck, put them back in any order, discard the top two, and draw the third. So it's basically draw three cards, keep one, and discard two. Okay. And so you could, you could easily, with them, flood your your deck with heat cards and then just like be unstoppable because it's like yeah you're on a timer because you can't shuffle them back in but it was you were uh, you were overclocking your your uh, discard pile with what you needed while at the same time having the reversals or whatever you needed in your is it was it was so good it was like a dredge control like kind of yeah it was really it was really fun because it was you versus it it, it wasn't you versus your opponent it was you versus the clock and i always did like that one that's tight like yeah Yeah. i i love that kind of stuff um i and honestly i love dead card games so like maybe like unfortunately i i think i still have some decks somewhere but like i went through this when i moved from portland back to medford i and it's so stupid i went through this like i don't need this anymore and i took all of my like all of my dead card games that like none yeah. of my friends wanted to play. I just threw them in the trash. <laughs> well, like thousands of raw raw deal cards, thousands of, uh, uh, L five R well, L five R once it died, all of my world of Warcraft card, like any game that I had played that I had amassed the collection. I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. And just in the trash, they went now. <laughs> I like, Oh man, I was dumb of me, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I feel that. But, um, the uh yeah the the arceus is the the best thing right now but you can pair it with almost anything because it that card is just so good uh could you put arceus in your deck i could but it would just kind of clunk it up like my the whole point of my deck is kind of similar to what you were talking about just now it's like uh, yeah I, i looked at your deck knowing nothing about the game i think i got it which is that you have some type of card with a, a modifier called rapid strike. And then yes. you got a guy that says my attack does 30 times the amount of rapid strike cards in my hand. And then all your, your support cards were about drawing cards. Yeah. So basically so you're just trying to, are, can you deck yourself in Pokemon? Yeah, totally. Uh, but it's, so you're it's just trying to draw as many as you can. Uh, yeah. do, is there a max hand size? No. So you're just trying to draw as many of these rapid fire cards as you can yep. as quickly as you can. And then just what shuffle you're not even back into to, my deck. And then I just and, one hit everything. And format. you're not even trying to like do six prizes. You're just trying to wipe their bench out. No, I am trying to take six prizes because most of the decks in the format right now either give off uh, two prize per knockout or three. So oh, like damn. the the biggest deck that I was scared of is the Arceus list, but paired with dark Pokemon because I have a dark weakness. Um, and then also there's a lot of dark Pokemon that uh, fit into Arceus that are just one prize Pokemon. Um, and my whole deck was one prize Pokemon. So 
if my opponent was going to try and beat me, they had to take full six prizes. So for me, I had to take maybe two, three yeah, uh, I see what per game. So like if I came up against Mew, great matchup for me. Mew gives off three prizes per Mew I kill. So it's like I just need to kill two and I win the game. The um, thing about Pokemon, yeah. and like this is all my knowledge of it comes from when mm. I originally played the game when it first came out, right? Yeah. The one thing that I still think sucks about the Pokemon TCG is the weaknesses. Because I had a mm. bomb ass fighting deck, and it was like anytime I was like, oh, they're playing psychic. Not yeah. only am I weak to them, they're resistant to me. It's like I shouldn't even try. Yeah. The, the idea that there's a deck that like you can't it, it, if a deck it, like kind of is the antithesis of another deck, but you can still try, that's fine. The minute you're just like, nah, yeah. you're gonna lose, don't even worry about it. It's like, well, that's not fun. And that's the thing, is like I think the weakness uh has definitely got we weakness and resistance has gotten a lot better over the years. Um, especially with like my deck, it's like, yes, I'm very scared of coming against the Arceus Darkless. But the thing is, is I darkiest yeah darkiest but i won like half of those matchups like it's it's not an auto loss because the thing is is as long as i can kill the arceus i'm gonna take two prizes off of it and then they're gonna throw something up and kill me and they'll just take one so i should always be up in the prize game uh as long as i'm firing like if i hit a dead hand that's what killed me and that's what that's anytime I lost uh, during this event, it was to a dead hand. It wasn't to an opponent's board state or my board state not being well enough. It was because How often I just get a dead hand draw. though. Uh, for me, it's like right now I'd say it's like 70, 30, like 70 in favor of me, 30% Oof. like that's still pretty like if I, if you want to be running something like that, you have to like streamline it to make sure that doesn't but, happen. But that's one of those things that it's like, I can do that, but I just can't hit it twice in a row. And I think that like it 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 was pretty rare, I guess, because again, like I I I out of so the I, I played in in Raw Deal, mm-hmm. I played a deck much like you're doing, yeah. but it was based it was the same thing. There were when uh there were Raw and SmackDown cards. You could only have one in your deck, right? Mm-hmm. There was a deck of a tag team called Three Minute Warning, which were all based on the raw cards. It's like uh they they could only play raw and they got like more things for playing raw. And there was a card in the, in the, there was an action card in the game that said your next maneuver is unblockable, which means they have to take the damage and it's plus damage equal to the number of other raw cards in your play, like play area that you've yeah. played already. Cause any card okay. you played stayed out. And so that whole deck was the same, kind of the same thing as you're doing. My whole yeah, yeah. Uh, premise was play nothing but actions and, and reversals and whatever, to that have the raw symbol and then drawing trying to get these two cards that card and then the one raw maneuver card that i had and then it's like all right i've got the number high enough now you can't kill me because all my deck is nothing but but fuck yous sort of like a blue <laughs> yeah, yeah. in magic where it's like no that doesn't happen now that doesn't happen and then it's once enough of those are on the table play this action that can't be stopped and then i play this uh, maneuver that can't be stopped and i kill you and that kind of seems like what yours is it's just a little do whatever you can do whatever you can't kill and I like those decks. And like I said, if I do end up playing, I might hit you up to make me that deck and I'll just send you some money. Yeah, totally. um, but I would want something that's more like I want to be able to hit it every time. Yeah, uh, that's the thing is, again, I think my deck is v- like vet, like very, very consistent because that's the thing about Pokemon is is luck is the biggest uh factor of the game. And I because... hate I, that's the one thing I hate games that are based on luck. Yeah, but the good thing about Pokemon is that you draw a lot more than you do in almost any other card. I'd say Digimon is the only game you draw more cards in. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, 
again, like very rarely I would hit a dead hand, but even sometimes hitting the dead hand would be okay because I should always be up in the prize trade. So I can let my opponent take a turn. Like, that's fine. It's just if it ends up being like three turns in a row, then it's just like, oh, this is not working for me right now. And it's just, I just can't draw this just one card to get me going but anyway so what did you anyways, come in yeah. at the tournament i ended up uh 181st out of 11 almost 1200 i mean that's players, like so. the top 10 percent. that's not bad yeah i'm i'm very proud and was your, was not your playing so uh five three one so five wins uh three losses and a yeah. Uh, hey winning so, record that's yeah. good and the guy the guy that gave me my first loss which set me on the spiral going down because i started off five and oh oh you're always um, good until you get that first loss yep and everything starts to suck shit yep and uh the how guy that it? wait how do you tie in pokemon uh time oh yeah because it's if you win game one uh and that's that's again i take six prizes so i play very long games or you have to take oh, six against yeah. me so it's a very long game one <laughs> uh, hits, it's not whoever has the most prizes no not anymore so it's it's based on full game so if i win game one which i usually did we'd go into game two and if game two could not finish a like it has to be a full finish then i just won the match uh, but unfortunately, most of my games went through game one and game two. We just never got through game three because the format right now is a lot slower than it has been for the last, God, I'd almost say 10 years. So it's like, I feel like the f- time extension needs to be there. Like we need to play 55 minutes instead of 50 minute matches. Maybe even I, I would love 60 minute matches. But uh, seeing as each round took about an hour and a half to get through. I don't think it's very viable to just say, oh, yeah, players get 10 more minutes and then we'll have two hour rounds, basically, you know, so I don't know it. I think the game is in a really good spot. Um, I, I think anyone interested in a TCG like Pokemon's a really good one to get into right now. It's it's not the most expensive game out there. It's it's a little bit it's more the expensive, most expensive game expect, in the so. fucking world. Well, only only if you're buying boosters, because, again, like yeah, there are true. plenty of decks like the like the RCS list that are the ones that are winning right now, which run uh, Beedrill like the the most expensive card in that deck is going to be the RCS V star, which is like maybe thirty dollars a pop right now. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And it's like you buy like maybe three of those and that's it. So it's like those are the Crazy. most expensive cards. Everything else is probably like 70 cents or less. I thought I thought these cards were going for like a hundreds of dollars. All whatever. the alt arts are. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but, but like, the old arts don't matter, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just, like I just card. play minimum rarity for most of it, my stuff. Yeah, that's I don't give a shit what the card looks yeah. like. I just care about what it does. Yeah. All right. <laughs> exactly. Um the game's over. No, hang on. One one last thing. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All uh, right. Because I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, "Oh, I hate Pokemon. Pokemon. They got 300 HP. That's stupid. You're dumb." Um, if you think that, <laughs> because cool. Uh, no, no, wait, no. Wait, because wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Welcome to our new segment. Uh, Chris insults our audience and we lose followers. Go ahead. No, no, no. This is great business. <laughs> it's a great business tactic. Go ahead. I, because look, the game is great. Uh, the game is completely balanced around those numbers because it, having smaller numbers means you don't get to spread things out uh, more evenly. So it's more even now. Not only that, there is a new format coming out called the, or well, it's out uh, there. They had two events for it at uh, Indianapolis regional. I would assume they're going to have them at Milwaukee this weekend. And, uh, um at NAICs uh but it's called the gym leader challenge format it's created by Andrew Mahoney who's one of the top players in the world it is a single ton format so that means you can only play one of each named card uh you can only Ooh. play a single type and wait there are no you only have one energy 
no, no, no. Basic energies don't count towards any of that stuff. Oh, okay, so, like, okay, if okay. you wanted sorry, to play sorry, like, sorry. a Go weird ahead. rainbow uh, list with like Ho Oh, you totally could. But um, you can only play one type of Pokemon per deck. And not only that, rule box Pokemon are not allowed in the format. So, GX is What's a rule box Pokemon? Anything. They're Pokemon that have a rule box on the card that say, like, when you knock out this Pokemon V, you get two prizes or like. okay you know or a radiant pokemon that's like you can only run one of this card per deck it's like those are rule boxes on cards they're not allowed so So basically it's like basic pokemon only well not basic type but you know what i mean like it's yeah it's just the standard yeah the normal ass pokemon that you grew up like evolving and stuff that's what the format is and it's super fucking fun it's like you when you would play the game with your friends and you're like okay no legendaries we're just gonna exactly yeah yeah it's basically that and it's great it's it's uh both of the events had about 100 players per and everyone was having fun like almost every type was represented like because uh oh and it's also the black and white on card so it's our expanded format if anyone understands that terminology um so it's anything from black and white to current so there's a huge pool of cards that you can look at and find what you want to play so i ended up playing a fire deck but i played a mill list so i just discarded my opponent's deck <laughs> it was great uh and then like my wife uh played a uh a psychic spread deck so she spread damage counters through all the pokemon and then just tried to take every prize in a single turn oh uh, nice and yeah there's really, so much you're, you're getting variety me, in it it's great you're getting me hyped up for this game i'm gonna go check out my <laughs> local game store and hopefully like if i get down there and it's like yeah it's a bunch of children it's like well never mind but if i go down there and there's like people playing it that aren't like kids fucking just turbo nerds yeah. it has to be cool people just like normal people not like fucking people that you know i don't want to be around yeah. uh but if they are cool then i might yeah. start playing pokemon the, maybe yeah i'd say the um that new app is coming out hopefully sometime soon uh they keep talking about it but they're well they talked about it a lot and then now it's silent. So yeah, who knows? I don't want to play the digitally because like if I'm going to the time that I would be playing it digitally, I'd rather play games for trophies. Like this oh, is yeah, something I want. Sense. I'm looking to do something where it's like I get to go hang Sit out down and, and like yeah, do shit. Anyway, do you yeah. have video games? Yeah, I, the other game that I've really been kind of playing is called uh, Peglin. I don't know if you've heard this. It's like a new. Oh, roguelite. yeah. This is the the rogue, the Peggle roguelite. Yeah, where you play as like a little goblin, and uh, it, you basically just play Peggle, and every peg you hit like modifies how much damage you send out towards the enemies you've got to attack, and uh, you're just playing a roguelite, like you're just trying to get from one end of the board to the boss, kill the boss, move on to the next board, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's it's super chill game. Uh, it. It's like twenty bucks though, so I don't, I don't know if I'd say pay twenty bucks for it. Maybe pay fifteen for it on Steam sale though. Maybe it's, maybe it's wait. Fun. Maybe wait. Yeah, maybe wait. It'll go down to fucking dirt cheap here soon. But it is a lot of fun, so uh, I would check that out if uh, if you're looking for some peggle action. If you're looking to get pegged, <laughs> go check out Peglin. Don't. I've heard that. Jo- I've heard that joke on every video game podcast for the last week. It's not, <laughs> is it really? It's yeah, not funny. All right. <laughs> hey, before we talk about uh, video games that I played, do you want to hear about video games I bought and haven't played yet? Yeah, what have you what have you bought? Welcome to Ryan. What is what are we calling this? Ryan's Everybody's Ryan's Magical Bag of Games. No, we're not calling it Ryan's Magical Bag of Games. <laughs> Ryan's Ryan the Ryan's the Ryan Ryan's Museum. The Ryan Museum. Very very uh, happy to get some cool games this week. Number one, 
I've made it. I think I have a new goal, and it's to get every Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune game. It's because <laughs> I feel like I own a bunch of them. Okay. But I did get a. This is pretty cheap. It was like ten bucks. I found a boxed copy of Wheel of Fortune on Super Nintendo. That's kind of cool. Mm. Uh, I finally got God of War on Vita. I've been looking for that one for a while because I thought it'd be fun to play God of War and God of War Two again. A game Wait, that I've been wanting. The first play. two are on Vita. Yeah, they put I never the, even knew that. the God of War collection. It's just God of War and God of War Two on Vita. Oh, there's a weird. couple Vita collections that I so I have this. I want to get there's the Sly Cooper one that's got one and two, and then they put a code in for three, but all those codes are expired, so you'd have to buy that one digitally. But I'd love to play those again on Vita. There's a Ratchet and Clank one, and then there's also a Jack and Daxter one. I'd want to play Jack and Daxter one, but not two and three because you can't use. Jack and Daxter 2 and 3, there, there's dev modes where you can just cheat and get all the trophies without uh-huh. having to play them because those games suck. You can't do it on Vita because you need a second controller. But I guess I could always try those. But it would just be fun to have. So I would yeah, like yeah. to get those. The jewel, uh, like the best, or the second, the jewel of the collection I got this week. But the second, like the big boy thing that I got this week, uh, a box copy of Golden Sun on GBA. Oh, I played that game back in the day and I loved it. So I just had to have it. I'd love to play it again. A game that I also found that I've never played, but it's from one of my favorite series. I got Advance Wars Days of Ruin on DS. I'm going to play that when I take my trip, like on the on the plane. Um, I fucking love Advance Wars, and I never played this one. This is like the the last one where it's what happens if Black Star or Black Hole, Black Hole, that's it. Black Hole. What happened if Black Hole had won? Black yeah. Hole were the bad guys, and so it's like you're you're in a post-apocalyptic bad Advance Wars. Mm. So I'm excited to play that. I really fucking love Advance Wars. Um, two, I bought. Now this is a spoiler. I haven't talked about this, but I'm going to be playing this. I started my stream again, and season three of Office Hours is educational. We're playing educational games. Everything is about educating. So <laughs> I did pick a copy of this game called World Quiz, which is apparently a mobile game that they ported to PS4, but I got it physically, oh. uh, and it's oh. just. there's 5,000 questions and you have to answer them all. So we're going to learn about geography on my stream. I also, because it was only 10 bucks, I finally picked up a copy of this game that I've been hearing about rustler, which is apparently they made like a, it's a top down GTA that's based in like medieval times. I don't know anything about it, but it looks like they're trying to rip off bully. Like it's got, it it looked, the main character looks like the dude from bully and it's all about being in medieval times and stealing horses. It was 10 bucks. I'm going to try that out. Right on. Got a copy of Gravity Rush Remastered. Wanted that for a while. Found it at uh, GameStop for 55 bucks. So Holy thank shit. you, GameStop. Uh, a copy of... I've never heard of this game before, but it was only $5, so I bought it. It's a PS3 move game called PlayStation Move Heroes. I don't know what it is. It was $5. And then... I bought because I found these each for five bucks. Lego Harry Potter volumes one through four and five through seven on PS3. Just growing my ever expanding <laughs> Lego collection, which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. But the absolute jewel of the collection, my new favorite thing in my entire collection that I bought this week, a pristine with poster oh, Nintendo yeah. Power issue one. I watched you buy that. <laughs> you did. Uh, it's apparently worth much more than I paid for it. Um, but it's probably not true. It doesn't matter. I just wanted to have it. I've always the the reason I've always wanted this is because I remember when I was in Weeblos, which is like oh, above Cub Scouts. Scouts. Yeah. It's above Cub Scouts, but before Boy Scouts. Yeah, it's your transition I was still living, period. Yeah, when I was still living in San Diego, I was in Weeblos, and the Scoutmaster. We would go over to his house, and he had a bunch of magazines for kids to read while they were, and he had some old Nintendo Powers that he had the first issue. Of course, at that point, I didn't know 
how special it was because I was only like eight or nine. That would have been like 93 or 94. And this is from 88. So it was kind of old. And I would always just read old Nintendo Power. And I do remember reading issue one and be like, oh, that's cool. It's the first one. And it was about Super Mario 2, which is like one of my favorite NES games of all time because it was the first game I ever beat in my entire life. And I beat it with my papa. So it was cool to have. I've read through this. It's it's really kind of very cool and nostalgic. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get it framed or I'm just going to put a backing board behind it and just have it. But I'm very excited to have this. I've also bought a couple other Nintendo Powers online. Uh, I got a couple coming that I found cheap, but like I bought one that's Disney's Tarzan. I got Mario Party, and then I got a Wii one that's Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword. That one's not so good, but I would look to start getting a bunch of old Nintendo powers. I was going to say, you got to hunt down the the Twin Snakes and the uh, Killer 7 ones. So that one, because of this, (laughs) but the the rarest one, other than the, the second rarest one after the number one, is the one... For, uh, it's got like one of the Star Wars shadows of the whatever because it's the one that came with the SSE on ticket for Ruby and Sapphire. Oh yeah, that yeah. card is worth two hundred fifty dollars. I have that card somewhere. I have I that card know, too. Uh, yeah, it's worth two hundred fifty bucks, man. Damn, I know exactly. Um, somewhere I, I don't know where it is, but somewhere I've got my e-reader and all the cards, and I've got that card. But uh, for a little bit more than what the Nintendo Power number one is worth. It's that one, because if you've still got the card inside, like attached to it. Oh yeah. yeah. So I feel like I, I don't know if I would need that, but maybe I do, but I don't know, but that's, that's what I bought as far as what I played. I mean, whatever, you know, it's, it's been a pretty slow week. So like, (laughs) you know, I normally get like maybe 15 to 20 platinums. Yeah. Okay. Just a, just a paltry 76 platinum since last episode. Jesus Christ, dude. I uh you have a problem. You need help. I wanna <laughs> I wanna thank my our good oh, friend shit. Kieran. I finally ripped the seal and I bought I bought UK PSN cards oh, and I've opened the forbidden door and now I'm here. Um I streamed last night for the first time in months, uh and I got forty six platinums on air. Jeez. Plus a couple more today and then some others that I had done in the week. Well, here's the deal why. I uh, I recently, for this episode, I platinumed LEGO Dimensions on PS3 and PS4. Right. And the PS4 one, which I just platinumed, I want to say like two days ago. When was it? When did I get the platinum for LEGO Dimensions? Uh, yeah, it was like on the 15th and today's the 7th. Yeah, I think I got it. That sounds about right. I think I got it on Sunday. Um, And then it was just like, my name is Mayo 3 came out today. And it's like, that'd be funny to get as a, as a milestone and make it 1200. Oh, might as well just get you know, 50 more platinums. And so I did it and I thought it'd be fun to do on the stream. And man, I now it's opened up a world of not only like a bunch of shit platinums, but it's like, there's some legitimate games that I love that it's like, oh, I can play again. So I'm kind of happy, but let's go over what I played and then I'll tell you about what I'm planning on playing. Yeah, I mean, There's a couple of these games I'll stop and I want to talk about really quick, but. Okay, we're going to go quick. Yeah, go for it. So, Slot the Rocks on PS4 and PS5. Uh, That is a uh, block-moving puzzle game. It's not very good. Uh, Probably one of the worst games I've ever played in my entire life. Not because it's not easy. Like, it's easy to play, but it's just like, this sucks. Played a game called The Jikus, which is... Uh, it's for $6. It is literally somebody made an animation of, like, two shitty stick figures making bad jokes. And the gameplay is that when they say the the setup, you pick a punchline and each setup has one trophy for a specific punchline, which is the name in like, if you look at the trophies, it says pick this punchline (laughs) and the jokes are terrible. Like it's not they're They're not even jokes. Uh, Here on like, what what was one of the setups? I don't remember the setups, but like 
You choose choose magic llamas. Cho- oh, one of the setups is like, hey, what are you playing? And you can either answer earnestly or answer your mom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it sucks. No, it, it's, it's, gar- <laughs> it's garbage. It's terrible. Uh, I, then I planned them riff tracks. Uh, if you've played What the Dub, the What the Dub guys made their own game again, but they made it licensed with riff tracks. The only difference is not only can you do the normal, like, write whatever you want, you can hit a button and they have jokes written by the riff tracks and performed by the riff tracks guys. Uh, so, hey, you know, that's mm. a fun part. It's, it's, a, it's a Jackbox game with riff tracks. So if you yeah. like that, play it. Uh, get to the top two Breakthrough Gaming Arcade from our friends at Christian Breakthrough Gaming. We'll talk about them in a bit. Uh, <laughs> then I planned them Lego Dimensions on the PS3. I have a lot to say about Lego Dimensions when we get into the episode. Yes. Uh, then we had the Slovak run on PS4 and PS5. That is an endless runner game where you're a Slovakian man trying to get wool. It's not very good. Uh, and they re- they released Energy Cycle, which is a puzzle game on PS5. I'd already done it on PS4 and Vita. Took about 12 minutes, whatever. Pity Pit was another game that I've already played a couple times. That they, This company that makes these shitty games started re-releasing a lot of their games on PS5. And some of them were free upgrades and some of them cost a little bit of money. So I just went through the ones that were either free or didn't cost very much. I'm going to take a quick detour from listing games to talk about a game that I finally came out on PlayStation that I platinumed, Unpacking. Oh, okay. You, yeah, I've I finally played it. Yeah. It's, not, it's not good. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing unpacking is is like they they everyone was talking about oh it's a fun like puzzle game that's very chill where you're like unpacking boxes and and putting them on shelves and the problem i have with it is that it starts the idea of it being a puzzle the first okay so here's unpacking works it's you basically there's i want to say six six or seven years and the puzzle is it's this you're uh you're seeing you're unpacking boxes and you're getting like ambient storytelling of seeing this girl's life by what she is packing or unpacking from boxes to put in rooms and what the rooms are like. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, and so it starts in like 1997 when she's a kid and you're like, you know, there's a bunk bed and you're un- unboxing a bunch of like, you know, action figures and stuffed animals and a journal and shit like that. And how it works is you can put it anywhere, but at the end, after you've unpacked everything, it'll put things that are like, Hey, you can't put that uh, that book just on your bed. It's got to go in the bookcase mm. or like her diary. The her diary I just put on this desk is like, no, you got to hide it. They don't tell you where. So you just have to keep putting it places until or just like me. I looked it up. I was like, oh, no, you're supposed to put the diary in the desk. So it's 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 whatever. And then it becomes a puzzle game of like her next move is like her in college. And it's un- just unpacking a house. Then after that, it's that's in 2004. Then it's 2007, and it's unpacking boxes. But all of a sudden, it's like, wait, there's already stuff here. Oh, she's moving in with roommates. And the and the puzzle there is that you can't move your roommate's stuff. So it's moving your stuff into like common areas, like the kitchen okay. and the bathroom. Well, but you can't move the other thing. So it's like fitting things in where they have to go, right? Uh huh. Then okay, and then this is where it started to lose. So then the next one, the puzzle is it's her moving in with her boyfriend, and you can move some things, but you can't move other things. And they start doing like ambient storytelling of like, hey, her diploma that she just got that in the last place you could put above her bed. The whole thing is like, you can't put it anywhere. He won't let you take down any of his posters. Right. And the only place it fits is under the bed. Right. But then this is what, okay, whatever. This is where the game loses me. Right. From now until the end of the game, there are no more puzzles. Now it's just the rote unpacking of boxes and putting them places. And there's no fucking challenge. Oh. And that then it just becomes boring because then it's the rote monotony of 
the next four houses, I need to unpack my underwear and put it in a drawer in very specific and doing that, picking this up, putting it in the drawer, picking this up and putting it in the drawer. And it just gets boring. Then the next level is like, it's her moving back into home. Cause she's like, Oh, I broke up with my boyfriend. And then a couple that's 2010. No, 2012. And then 2013, it's her getting her own apartment. And then in the next one, it's her, someone's moving in. And it's, so it's the setup that you just had, but it's, uh, another person's stuff and then the last one is that it's you moving into a house with that person and now there's a baby room and then that's the end and it's just it just it just kind of I, I, it started little... it started cool it had some some different like things to it and then it just became like an hour of doing the same thing over and over and over again and it just was kind of boring and it's not kind of like life though <laughs> it's like it starts off really cool and then it just kind of gets boring yeah but this is a video game like, <laughs> yeah. i like video when, games when, should be exciting like, when they did when they did uh the first puzzle of you know the first two rooms are just about setting up it's somebody's life you know it's a little girl or a teenage girl putting her stuff in and then it's her going to college and there's no words except for the at the end of a level when you're done you take a little snapshot and it's like there's a caption written in like her scrapbook like i can't believe college is starting next week right you know what i mean and then the next two levels were legitimate puzzles it was like i can't move things and then the other one was i can move some things but i can't move other things and then after that it was just like fuck that you know what we're gonna do be an art house film that just wants to push a message yeah which is life is hard you know and then it's i was gonna say like as soon as it was the, a fun puzzle game that became a sad boy game. Right. It was, as soon as the game started that, like, it's telling a story about somebody's life or whatever, it was immediately going to go down that road of, like, oh, this is just going to be one of those games, isn't it? Like, that's yeah. what it sounds like. Which, it, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool to do around a little puzzle thing, but it doesn't sound like it maybe lands. Now, I will say, for my trophy hunters out there, this game, when I played it legitimately the first time, took about maybe two and a half hours. Yeah, three hours. It took three hours. There is an accessibility option in this game, which is I'm going to talk shit on accessibility options for the very first time. Oh, no. Because I think this game has an accessibility option, which is not about accessibility and literally just about a way to, to just sell it to anyone. Because there's an accessibility option, which basically says make the game not a game. You yeah. ready for it? Remember how I told you you can only put things in specific places and it would tell you afterwards it's like, oh, that doesn't go here. Right. There's one that is just anything can go anywhere. And when you turn that on, the game says by turning this on, there is no more puzzle element to the game. And are you sure? Oh, so it's basically like, what if you could buy a jigsaw puzzle game where you could turn an option that said uh, any jigsaw piece goes anywhere? That's weird. Because the second time I played this game on PS5, all it was was I wanted to see if I could set the world record for pace, which at the time that I did this, I was the the fastest in the world at unpacking. As of now, I'm fourth in the world, but I did it in one hour and four minutes. The best time is now 41 minutes and 41 seconds. All you do is what the game is, is there's boxes. When you click on it, you get an item and then you put that item where it goes. Since with that on, you can put items everywhere. All you're doing is clicking and dragging and putting everything on the floor. (laughs) <laughs> it's how fast can That's you easy. unload these boxes and just put them on the floor yeah uh it's not a game at that point like i don't know why that would be fun for anyone yeah it's like i said it's literally it's a jigsaw puzzle where the it, idea is any jigsaw piece becomes any jigsaw piece there's got to be a way to do 
a better way. Uh, well, the accessibility option accessibility there, what it should have been is like, hey, if you can't see you're colorblind, hey, you can't see red, we'll make it a different thing. You need yeah. what it should have been is so when you put something in the wrong place, it just says it's the wrong place. You know what the accessibility option should have been is if you put something in the wrong place, you can hit a button and it will highlight where to put it. Yeah, or like shake it or something, or put a little sparkle effect, or yeah, it should have helped. It should have helped you. It should have helped you do what you're supposed to do, not just like well, you can put it on the floor. Yeah. Now, as a trophy hunter, great. It's they basically oh, sold yeah, you a game great. where the idea is do whatever you want, and there there are some there's a uh, there are my uh, what's it called like miscellaneous trophies in this game. Nothing's missable because you can always go back and replay, but it's like. Some of the miscellaneous ones is there's a little man. You find out through context clues that she's an artist because you, as you, she gets older, you're unpacking like a drawing tab, like a a Wacom tablet, right? Oh, okay. And books and whatever. And one of the things that she has is a little mannequin for like you know that artists have to like make poses yeah, yeah, so yeah. they can see it. And like one of the trophies is make it dab or <laughs> uh, put put a cookie jar too far up on the shelf so that no one could get it. Put a toaster in the bathtub. Okay. Uh, yeah, shit like that. So, you know, uh, put two animals next to each other. So every level has like one or two little miscellaneous. And then there's a there's a game wide uh, trophy, which is in every level with a toilet. Flush the toilet. Classic. So it's fun. Uh, it's a little too expensive. Definitely. This is a game that you should only buy when it's on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're looking to not play it for trophies, I would I wouldn't. And I would play it on as I'm going to say this. I would play it on Game Pass where it's free. Ooh. Uh, I hate Game Pass, but I'll do that. But That's yeah, unpacking. I'm gonna I'm gonna give unpacking. I'm gonna give unpacking a bronze. I just think it's kind of like it had potential, and then it just kind of wasted it. It just dropped the ball. That's yeah. what it sounded okay. like in your uh, review of it. So. Yeah, unpacking. Yeah. So okay, let's get back to it. Okay, yes. read, which is a puzzle game that I've already played a bunch. Once again, that's the same as like Pity Pit and Energy Cycle. They got re-released. Tanks v Tanks PVP was another re-release. Brotherhood United on the PS5, another re-release. Uh, a game called Rage Among, Among the Stars, which was a uh, just a platform runner. You just had to basically play the game, whatever. Uh, Hell Gunner on PS4 and PS5. That was like a little twin stick shooter game, whatever. Uh, the Jumping Burger on PS4 and PS5. That is like the same as like the Cow D and the Jump C. You just hold down the X button and this bu- this burger jumps up and down. And once it jumped a thousand times, you get all the trophies. Game coming out later this week, The Jumping Taco. Look for that soon. The new best game by the Crazy Christian Cult. Welcome to the world of ZJ the Bald. Hey, do you remember ZJ the Ball? I remember ZJ the Ball. Is this like a, the open world a, RPG? They made a visual novel of ZJ the Ball. Oh, no. <laughs> which is the story, all of like the last 10 ZJ the Ball games, they all had opening cutscenes and closing cutscenes about ZJ the Ball meeting the robot and then the robot asking if uh, Jesus loves him because he's a robot. Well, guess what? They put it all into a visual novel where if you just mash X, you can get the platinum in like five seconds. Oh, God. Uh, I did it. I didn't know what was going on the first time I played it. And so I got it in 15 seconds. But the second time I played it, which we'll learn about in a second, I got it in nine seconds. Okay. So then I played Steam Engine, which is like a uh, cookie clicker type game with a Steam Engine. Uh, Platinum number 1,150, a milestone was Lego Dimensions on the PS4. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then yesterday, that's when I opened the forbidden door and I got 46 Platinums in a night on the EU store. Uh, And I'm just going to list them really quick because these are other. There's one game I want to talk about really quick. And then the rest of them are all games I've already played before. But I got the first thing I got from the EU store is a game called Slide. S-L-Y-D-E. Slide Mm -hmm. has a backstory to it, which is 
in 2017, this company released a game called 1000 Top Rated here in America. It was a slide puzzle game, but it was advertised as it was a dollar. Hey, one dollar and you play a slide puzzle game and you can it's an easy way to get a platinum. And PSN made them take it down after about a couple hours because they're like, you can't advertise that buying this game will give you a platinum trophy. It devalues our system. Oh, okay. This is before shit went wild like it is now. Right. Uh, yeah, I was so they re released it on the EU only. For some reason, the EU store didn't give a shit, and it's called Slide. And it's a slide puzzle game. How that works, though, with this one, you can get all the trophies in one puzzle as long as you do it fast enough because someone has found out that it's always, depending on, you know, how slide puzzles work, right? Where you slide yeah. and you make the puzzle. Depending on if the uh, starting open space is either in the top right or the bottom left, the puzzle is always the same. So you just do one puzzle on medium difficulty. You look for that one, and then someone's got the exact thing that you type in with the D-pad, and if you do it fast enough, you got all the trophies. It took me 11 seconds to get all the trophies in that game. That's one that trophy hunters have been getting for a while, but I didn't have the ability, and I knew once I ripped ripped off the Band-Aid and opened the Forbidden Door, that was the first one I had to do. Followed very quickly by the ketchup story, the ketchup story on PS5, the chick C, the chick C, the sheep P, the sheep P, the cow G, the pigeon P, the pig D, the pig D, Santa's workshop, Santa's workshop, quick mass, quick mass, quick mass advance, quick mass advance, finger fitness, rainbow, rainbow, road bustle, funny truck, Tokyo run, space intervention, chickens on the road, alien destroyer, welcome to the world of DJ the ball, rock, paper, scissors, breakthrough gaming arcade, ice hockey, breakthrough gaming arcade, soccer, game, making game through arcade, pinball, breakthrough gaming arcade, bowling, breakthrough gaming arcade, catch the bowling balls, breakthrough gaming arcade, catch the bowling balls, challenge mode edition, breakthrough gaming arcade, get to the top, breakthrough gaming arcade get to the top two breakthrough gaming arcade avoid them challenge edition breakthrough gaming arcade radioactive dwarves evil from the sewers would you like to run an idle cafe would you like to run an idle cafe would you like to run an idle cafe too would you like to run an idle cafe too the pizza boy who saved the world the pizza boy that saved the world nowhere girl nowhere girl that's what i all got last night nowhere girl by the way is a ghost uh there's a visual novel ghost ghost dating game where you see a ghost butt uh and then this morning the first thing i did when i woke up the game that came out today the the newest milestone my name is Mayo 3. That's my 1200th overall platinum. The end of an epic trilogy of clicking a jar of mayo. Oh my God. And then I decided to do a couple more while we were waiting. And I platinum the Jumping Burger EU PS4, the Jumping Burger EU PS5, <laughs> Legends of Talia Arcade EU PS4, Legends of Talia Arcade EU PS5, and a Winner's Daydream EU, putting me at 1,205 overall platinums. Okay. So last night you did, you said 46. 46 plus six more today. Okay, I've got an idea for you. And I don't know how into this idea you are. Yeah. What if one day, like a Saturday, you just set out and you're just like, hey, for the next 12 hours, like you start at noon, you go to midnight. How many Platinums do you think you could get in that 12-hour stream? Somebody did a stream. There's a guy who runs a site called PS5 Trophies where he he got 100 Platinum Trophies in 24 hours. But what he did is he played games like I just did that are quick, and he played them on both EU and US. Like, he started a new mm-hmm. account for it. And that seemed like hell, so no. <laughs> but you uh, did, what I, you did what, 46 and what, what? How many 46 hours? in five hours, and boy, let me tell you, we were losing steam by the end of that. Mark it down. Um, <laughs> I will say this. What I do plan on doing, because I have still a bunch of credit to the eu store i do want to really quickly talk about something but let me say this is that when i stream i am going to get at least one new platinum on every stream and it'll be like going through this but 
The downside to having this EU account is my degeneracy with these. The upside is I went through and I just made a list of some games that I've already played that I can now replay on EU and get all the trophies again. And there's some legitimate good games I'm looking forward to. You want to hear some of the games I have written down is like, I can't believe I can play this again on EU and get another trophy list. Yeah. Okay. Hades has a PS4 only EU list. I haven't played it on PS5 yet, but I'm looking forward to playing Hades again. I can now play Hades twice. That's fucking amazing. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw, as long as it works, because it has been glitchy in the EU. I could play that again. Spiritfarer, which is a great oh, fucking yeah, game. Okay. I could play that again. Like if I have a long weekend and I yeah. want to feel cozy, I could play Spiritfarer again. Uh, one game that I've already bought, uh, I've already bought two of these big games. I cannot wait to play again. Donut County, I can play again. Oh, yeah. And I busted out and I hooked everything up again sometime probably this weekend or maybe later i get to play job simulator again on on uh, psvr which i love and vacation simulator i'm really i'm sad though that my favorite uh psvr game which is the walking dead saints and sinners does not have a second list mm. i cannot wait so now that you own a ps5 i do once psvr 2 comes out the one that works with ps5 Mm-hmm. I'm going to bully you into getting it, and we're definitely doing an episode on The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners because it's still the best VR game. Maybe don't. So I've been going to get a VR system. Wait until PSVR 2. Uh, what are some other games that I'm. Oh, yeah. Sleeping Dogs, I can do again. Uh, Red Matter, which is another PSVR puzzle game I can do again. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, I can do again. Jazz Punk, I can do again. I'm excited to play some actually good games as well as a bunch of shit so see here we go yeah, i guess I'm that's a level, positive i, of I broke the off. i broke the the barrier of level 1000 on i'm now above level 1000 which is technically the cap if you look at like my psn account on the playstation it's it's capped at a thousand or i think it's capped at 999 but the site that we use at psn profiles keeps doing it for you so i am trophy level number 1001 right now jeez which is what change that, uh, point. soon then right like no i mean they used to be it used to be capped at 99 and then they changed it to this new system and they capped it at 999 people like the highest in the world used to be like level like 460 or whatever now i think the highest in the world is like let me take a look the, person, the highest person in the world, which is a, uh, somebody from Japan named Ikamenzi, is at level 1,903. They have okay. 6,924,465 points. For reference, I have 1,640,640 points, which puts me really close. This is a personal goal. And it's another one-sided rivalry, like my one-sided rivalry with Gerard the Completionist. <laughs> Never met them. I've, no, I've met him once. We're going to get him nice on the man. show one day. Oh, hold on. I'm not talking about Gerard. That would be great. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about Gerard. Very nice man. I've met him once, maybe twice. Ray Narvaez Jr. Uh... That guy's a cool guy. He's like all about trophies, or he's about achievements. Yeah, he's and the, I think he's he's the antithesis like, of you. He's, uh, I think, either at or close to 2 million you know achievement points mm-hmm. and he's been doing this for years i've only been doing this since 2017 he's been doing achievements since they started i want to overtake him in platinum trophy points <laughs> <laughs> and be like uh once We're again for the, you, true, the true gamer the true gamer dr ryan is the one true gamer speaking of gerard yeah now because we're going to get into lego games and i want to talk about lego dimensions this if there's ever been a game that i want to see 
if you want to just see hell, make Gerard do a completion on Lego Dimensions because holy fuck. I wonder if he has. What? No, there's no way. Actually, before we get into it, because I'm looking at my notes, there's and it's going to relate to what we're going to talk about when I talk about Lego. There is one note, a, a couple notes that I wanted to say here, going back to unpacking really quick. This yeah. is just a little side note. Uh, in the game, it's 2018, and they make her seem like a gamer. Her newest console is a Wii. What the fuck? 2018. Well, when, in the 2018 level, you're unpacking your stuff, and she's all <laughs> she's got is a GameCube and a Wii, but she doesn't have anything else. She's got like a Game Boy Advance too, and it's just like, what the fuck? He only like has a ten years late. Um, the other thing with the, I don't for like the ambient storytelling. For some reason, when she moves into her second home place, she's got a. Well, when she's a kid, there was a dreidel. It's like, oh, that's weird. Why they gave her a dreidel just as a top, whatever. Then she does unpacking a menorah. It's like, oh, she's Jewish, which led me to another thing I want to talk about because Batman's in this Lego Dimensions game that I'd learned. You know, Batman's Jewish. Yeah. I never knew Batman. I knew it was, uh, I, I didn't know that. Apparently, like in a, a couple years ago, they did a storyline about like Batman's parents and Batman's mom is Jewish, which means Batman is Jewish. Yeah. Does that make him the best bat- Jewish superhero now? It's it's either him or the thing. Oh, man. Ben Grimm is so. Because, I mean, yeah, because Batman. Magne- because Magneto doesn't count. Because he's, he's, he's a villain. Because he's a villain. But Magneto is still my favorite Jewish superhero. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say as cool as Batman is, Batman is Jewish. But then they just kind of like, oh, he's Jewish. That's it. Whereas Ben Grimm, it's a big part of his life. Right. That's and same with Moon Knight. I would actually go as far as to say that Batman might be the worst Jewish superhero because Ooh. I didn't even know about it until somebody brought it up. Yeah, it's something that they kind of never really bring into his character. It's just kind of like. <laughs> another thing but that's cool hey we got a billionaire y'all yeah yeah score one for my my brand that's not what i meant (laughs) for your brand (laughs) yeah the brand dude i was talking about the brand my that's my brand (laughs) my brand uh legos legos i this is gonna be a a little different episode than normal it's not gonna be our normal book club game where we just talk about i want to talk about kind of i definitely want to talk about my lego game you're gonna talk about your lego game but i also kind of want to talk about the like from a trophy collector standpoint what a lego game entails because uh this is this is not your first lego game but it is your first lego platinum yes yeah i yeah i did actually step up to the challenge that you gave me platinumed lego harry potter one through four uh on the ps4 i played it on ps5 but it was the ps4 version of the game this is i the including the two that i got for this i have nine lego platinums plus i did when we talked about it i did get all of the achievements in i think it was lego batman one so technically i've i've finished 10 of these yeah and I've, I've played well, a good well, deal. I of haven't them, but... finished Lego Dimensions Four yet. We'll get into it when I talk about it. But I've I platinum it, but I haven't finished all the DLC yet because it's pretty extensive. Anyway, yeah. I've bef- played a lot of them, in... but like I've yeah. never sat down and been like, I'm gonna do this a hundred percent. And honestly, what was, after what was it, I don't first... know if I will again. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm, yeah, what was your first Lego game ever? Mine was Lego Batman on on 360. I never played the St- Lego Star Wars games when I was younger. I think it was Lego Star. Well, okay, no, it was Lego Racer for the uh, which is a totally different. That's, 
that's yeah, different. That's that before count. they started like the this you know kind of copy paste one. The, uh, these games are all made by a company owned by WB Games called Travelers. All of the Lego games are made by a company called Travelers Tales. And the yeah. thing is, much like I'm going to relate this to a better version of you know those break games I'm always talking about, where they just take the same game and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all these fucking Lego. They really games are. are. Um, and that's kind of like my biggest complaint with them because i played a uh, lego racer when i was a kid at the library with my grandma she would take me and i'd play on the pc there but then uh lego star wars was probably the first one i played to play and it was fun like i i had a lot of fun with it um i love star wars so it was perfect for me uh but then after that it's like i think i played the harry potter one for a little bit and then uh one of the marvel ones uh, and then at that point, I was kind of like, oh, no, 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 it was a Lego Batman because I got the like two pack with like pure. And then I was kind of like, wait, this is this kind of just feels like I've done this before. You know, it's just the same thing again. And then when I played uh, superheroes for the um, Marvel superheroes for PS4, I want to say. Yeah, that, that was, when, launch, that that was, was when I just kind of gave up. Yeah, that I was, was just kind of like, oh. Because, yeah, so, I, I bought that on launch because I just bought every game on launch. If you've never played a Lego game before, the basic premise of, a, of Lego games are that they are uh, multi. They can be multiplayer, but I mean, I play them all single player, but, they're, you know, they're two player platform puzzle games. The idea is that they're all based on licenses and you're replaying levels based on either movies or, you know, TV shows or like they're they have their Ninjago or Chima shit. So it's like, it's always based on something and it's always the same thing, which is a game has a various number of characters. It's usually a lot, but it doesn't really matter because what it boils down to is that different characters have different abilities and they've always been the same abilities. Somebody has the ability to jump high. Someone has the ability to like have a grappling hook. Somebody can shoot silver bricks uh, and blow them up with a laser or gold bricks with heat. Somebody can shoot water or grow plants. Like it's all context puzzles of all right i need to get up there but i need to push a box but the box needs to go on a track so i need to find the legos to build to rebuild this track but the box that they makes in is silver so i have to switch to a character that can shoot silver bricks the way that they bake in replayability though is that the first time you play a game you're playing the story and they give you very specific you can only be these two or three characters for a level like if we what's what's one i can take into um in lego marvel superheroes on the ps4 it's like you're playing a game it's all about a story that's made up about all the marvel superheroes trying to fight i think it's dr doom and it's like so on this level you're gonna play through you know the fucking X-Men mansion as Wolverine and Cyclops and Jean Grey. And so it's like, ah, Jean Grey has the ability to pick up bricks that can only be picked up with telekinesis, which will put a little purple thing around it. And so you can do those puzzles, but oh, what's this? There's something that you can do that needs someone who can blow up gold bricks, but none of your party can. Right. So there's a bunch of context puzzles that you're not allowed to do. And what it is, is after you've beaten the entire game, then you can go through the entire game again and play any character that you've unlocked. What that does as a trophy hunter is that means every single Lego game, except Lego Dimensions, actually, you can, and I'll talk about that when I talk about mine, is you have to play every single Lego game twice. And these games are long, boring, and monotonous. Yeah. I, uh... It's the same thing every time. And levels can take 
It's like, if you know what to do, the level can take 10 to 15 minutes. But the other side of it is that you just get, I don't know about you, but when I play a Lego game and I play about one or two Lego games a year, just because that's all I have, like the wherewithal. To do, yeah, I would say is, <laughs> is that when, when you play a Lego, they're easy They're and there's no challenge. Actually, yeah. it's not true. We'll talk about that in a second too, but there's, there's really no challenge. It's just so wrote that you get like what happens is i'll play a lego game and then i'll just like put my controller down and look at twitter for 20 minutes and go oh that's right i'm playing a lego game yeah that happened to me a lot uh the i feel like the only thing that kept me sane through a lot of this was um like last night when i was finishing it up it was great because you were streaming so i had something you know new to watch and that was fun uh but yeah i watched a lot of one piece <laughs> during I treat, this i treat lego so. games the same way i treat telltale games which is when i played through all the telltale games i still have a couple to do but i always look at it as like i'm never gonna sit down and power through these games it is like yeah. television shows when i play a telltale game it's one episode a day for five days until it's done when i play a lego game it's one or two levels a day in oh. between actually playing other games because I can't sit there and do it unless I did it with Lego Dimensions for this podcast. Right. But like, other than that, my fastest Lego game is three days because I played Lego The Lord of the Rings over three days. I would also classify there, other than Lego Dimensions, there are two types of Lego games. There are Lego games with and without a hub world because eventually they started. Right. Lego, they got a Lego bit games more open. Lego games are the only games where they added more content to make the game feel fuller. And I went, no, don't. <laughs> I don't want more content. Stop putting content in because a lot of the original Lego games were just like level based and that's it. You would just go level to level to level. And then around, I don't remember what game it was, but I think for me, the first one with it was Lego Marvel superheroes on the PS4. They went now it's level to level to level. Plus we added a hub world where you have to find all these gold bricks and do these little challenges and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's just content for the sake of content. Yeah, and uh, the Harry Potter one, I don't know if it's as expansive of a hub world, but yeah, it had a hub world in it. Because you but, do uh, run so, around Hogwarts and try to find 200 fucking gold bricks and shit. Uh, yeah. there, but the thing is also, so the 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 Lego games started on PS3, and then there are also Vita versions of Lego games, and the Vita versions of Lego games are the their ports or... Uh, they share the same as the 3ds games because those games aren't big enough they get rid of the hub worlds okay that so it's like sense. i've i've platinum well some of them do there are still some with hub worlds because later games they were able to do it but like one of the first uh vita lego games that i platinum was lego jurassic world okay and which i've also platinum on ps4 and i can do again on ps3 let to think about that but um the vita version has less trophies because they don't have all the hub worlds. And then the, the PS4 version did have hub worlds, so it was just more shit to collect. Right. I want to go through really quick and show you the width and breadth of their licenses. Here's every single Lego game that's on PlayStation. You ready? Oh, shit. Yeah, let's go. Lego, Lego Rock Band. Yeah. Lego Indiana Jones 2. Uh -huh. Lego Harry Potter. Lego Star Wars 3. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, you know, I'm going to skip over the ones where it's like, I'm not going to say Lego Harry Potter again. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm just going to say that they got Lego Batman. They got Lego Lord of the Rings. They got Lego Legends of Chima. They got Lego Marvel superheroes. They got Lego the movie. They got Lego the Hobbit, which is different than Lord of the Rings because it's the Hobbit movies. <laughs> they got something called Ninjago. You want a Ninjago? Yeah, I used to work at Toys R Us. And I that was the that that. It's only on Vita. And I think I bought it because it was cheap as fuck. Well, hold on one second. 
No, I have Lego Legends of Chima. I don't have Lego Ninjago. Hey, Siri, set a reminder to buy Lego Ninjago <laughs> on Vita. Oh, no. <laughs> Although I think that one, uh, I looked up that one. It was like a 10-hour platinum or something like that. Uh, 10 or 11 hours. Apparently, it's very short, and yeah. it's got one of the highest uh, completion rates at 51%, so that should be a good one. Uh, Lego Jurassic World, Lego Dimensions, Lego Marvel's Avengers, which is different from Lego Marvel Superheroes. Uh, Force Awakens, Lego Worlds, which is they made a that one's the only one that's different. Lego Worlds is is Minecraft. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. Lego City Undercover. They got Lego Ninjago Movie, the video game, which I do own because they accidentally put it on PS4 for free. Oh, uh, so I have that. I just need to play it. Uh, Lego Incredibles, Lego oh, Super Villains. I own Lego Incredibles because it was on sale on. Um, thank I... shout out cheap ass gamer video game deals on Twitter. It was on sale for like. $12 on Amazon one day, so I just bought it. Lego DC Super Villains, another Lego. Uh, they, they just put out that Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which is apparently the longest one. And that, yeah, so that's all the license they have. But then Lego Dimensions, which is the game I'm going to be talking about, is their Toys to Life game. Yeah. And they've got Simpsons, Back to the Future, Portal, Doctor Who, Ghostbusters, Midway Arcade, Adventure Time, Mission Impossible, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Goonies, uh, The Lego Movie, Chima. The Ninjagos, the A-Team, Gremlins, uh, Teen Titans, Lord of the Rings, Jurassic World, Scooby-Doo, Harry Potter and Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts and How You Gotta Get Them, uh, the 2016 uh, Ghostbusters, Lego, the Batman, the movie, uh, they got uh, Adventure Time, what else they got? Uh, they got E.T., I think that's all of them. Every property WB owns, basically. Wait, E.T., though. Not even a W. It's Universal. Yeah. I they, they do deals. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Fucking Disney owns Marvel. Yo, when are They're they going to do uh, Lego Fast and the Furious? Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah. But it's like, I they ju- I think it's ju- it's it's just become a mill of how fast can you turn these games out? And the trophies yeah. themselves are very basic. There's always one trophy for doing each chapter. Then there's always uh, a, a trophy for completing all the story levels. Then it's they always have what's called a they have gold bricks, which are like you either get them for completing a level or completing the score to a level. Because uh, in every level you're co- complete, you're getting studs, which are like if you look at a Lego brick, they're the little things on top. Those are the money in these games, and it's always a silver is ten, a gold is a hundred, a blue is a thousand, and a purple is ten thousand. And you get those if you get enough in a level, you get a gold brick, and by Complete it, you'll get a gold brick. And you find all the collectibles, which are called mini kits. There's 10 in a level. You'll get a gold brick. And so you got to get all the gold bricks. And all, it's they're collectathons. You got to get all the mini kits. You got to get all the red bricks. Red bricks are hidden ones that turn on cheats that are allowed. And the cheats are like, you know, up your stud multiplier. Don't ever take damage. Build everything fast. But you can't put in codes to get them off the bat because that'll disable the trophy. So you got to find all this shit and buy but... it. Except for the game that I just played, because I did put in the codes, and it does not turn off trophies for Harry Potter. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's great. Then, <laughs> and, and then uh, I will... This is the one thing I'm going to give them props for. They are always good about the miscellaneous weird trophies. So yeah. there's always... Since this game is based on... How, how it works is that you're playing as one character, but you can always hold triangle to bring up a wheel of the, the amount of characters you can play at one time. And in the story levels, at the first time, they give you three characters that you can switch through because, like... Hey, this guy can jump on a rope, so he's allowed to go up here and then step on a, you know, like a pressure plate, and then you switch by hitting triangle to somebody that's down on the floor who can go through the door they open. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So they also include a lot of really, usually a lot of fun uh, side trophies in these games that are like fun interactions. Like in Jurassic World, there's a trophy for as Dennis Nedry throwing a soda can at somebody and it's called Anybody Want a Soda? They always have a lot of really good references to what you're doing. So or, or like uh, once again in Lego Dem- or in Jurassic World, there's uh, a lot of trophies where you need two controllers so you can play as two different people at once. But there's one for setting both of the characters at the same time to John Hammond. And it's called Hello, John, which is from D- Jurassic Park. That scene where they're showing the Mr. DNA where John Hammond comes up and talks to himself on the screen. So shit like that is fun. What yeah. were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say, I agree, because uh, those were the trophies I actually had fun doing. Like uh, there's one where you play a Snape and you crawl into a barrel and it's called Solid Snape. That's, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. hey, that's fun. Like, uh, there's one where you play as Voldemort and you go into the final level of Harry Potter one. And you uh, defeat uh, Quirrell as Voldemort. Like, there's a, uh, Voldemort, there's a so there's a trophy in Lego Marvel superheroes called Puny God, which is to do Hulk special move. Is it'll take sometimes when instead of uh, so the way you play these games like combat wise is very simple. You hit square to punch enemies or you can hold a circle near someone to do a finisher and so hulk's special finisher is he picks him up and he does the puny like he slams him back and forth you do that to loki you get a trophy um i do want to say really quick combat in these games suck shit because it's so boring and the idea is that and it's not good like every boss fight is a puzzle all boss fights are puzzles, which is you have to do the thing so you can hit the guy. But at the same time, it's just a constant unending stream of four enemies that if they hit you, they stop what you're doing. And there's no penalty to de- there, there's no penalty to death in this game, so death doesn't matter. It's just an inconvenience. So think about it like this. Think about that you're trying to to break up this thing to build a ramp so you can drive the Batmobile over it, and you have to like do this little puzzle to do it. And at the same time, Four fucking dudes are just always walking up and hitting you, and you have yeah. to take your time to stop, hit them, stop, hit them, stop, hit them. And you're just, it's just annoying. Yeah. These the games only, are meant for seven year olds. The only but. time I got frustrated in the game was like when I would be fighting a boss and there'd be four dudes. Uh, cause it would be like in a, like one of the instances where I'd have to be doing something during a boss. Like I would be trying to unlock a character or something like that. Um, doing like one of the little side tasks uh because then like three dudes would spawn they would surround me and as soon as one hits you the other one hits you and then the next one hits you and then now it's time the first one to hit you again so then that's all for life and then you just die and then you respawn right in the same spot they're all still around you and then they just kill you again and it was just like this sucks like <laughs> and, and, and it's every game it's every not sing- fun so- Every single game, every single Lego game is exactly the same, with the exception of my game, which we'll get into in a second. But that's the other thing is once you've played one of these, you've played them all. The only yeah. difference is the skin. Did Do you want to talk about your experience with uh, yeah, um, the, uh, Harry Potter one specifically? Because, again, like, I, I went into it and I... I I feel like I did what you would do. Like I went to PSN profiles. I pulled up a guide. I read through the guide real quick to just kind of like know where I I stand before I enter into this. You know, that's the other. Oh yeah, thing. the thing about these games is that they are very lax with telling you what to do next. And so when you get kind of lax with it, like I do, where it's like whatever. Sometimes you will look away, and then the game won't tell you what you're supposed to do next. And it's just like there are no arrows. There's no context clues. It's just like I don't know that I'm supposed to break this one thing in the back to turn this thing into like a lever and so right. you can get turned around real quick in these games Th- that happened more often when i would be in a level uh versus like 
when I was in the hub world, it was always nice because um, nearly headless Nick would always like he would walk from wherever you are to the next place you were supposed to go and leave a trail of ghost studs. So that was kind of nice to always like if I did get turned around in Hogwarts, it'd be like, oh, I just need to look for nearly headless Nick. He'll show me where to go next. But then again, sometimes he would just start halfway through the area like i would leave like the charms classroom and then nearly headless nick would be like halfway across the hall before he would start and i'd be like wait where do i go next okay but a lot of times in the level i would get turned around just because there isn't enough lighting on the the effects that you should be targeting and stuff and then sometimes like you said uh in the one game you could hit circle to do a finisher in this game uh you have spells for all the characters and you learn more as you play through which is kind of nice because then um more characters can do more things uh the further you get but the problem is is that uh there are two buttons to use your spells. There's circle and square. If you use circle, it's supposed to just go on ahead and do all the animation for you. You're not supposed to like, uh, like target it. It just should grab onto it and go. Whereas square is like, if you hold down square, you pull up a reticule that you can like move around and try to target the item. And then like, you'll hold on it for a few seconds and then it will grab the item and then you can move it how you need to, to you know set up whatever puzzle you're trying to do but the problem is is that the circle button never fucking worked in this game like half the time i'd be standing next to something and holding down circle and it would just be like oh i'm just gonna stand here and not do anything i'm like why is this button even here then because it doesn't work half the time and then so you'd have to use the square button to hold down and then move your crosshair over the item and hope that it grabs the item because again you were playing with uh you have three characters that you control at once. Like there are two that just follow you around and then the character you're actually playing as. And half the time, those characters are mindless idiots that just stand around whatever you're trying to grab. And since this is Harry Potter and you can cast spells, whenever you use in Wingardium Leviosa to grab everything, you end up just grabbing fucking Ron and Harry and picking them up. And you're just like, God damn it. No, I want the item that you guys won't get away from. And then like you have to switch to those characters and move them out and then switch back to the character you want to play as, which for me was Hermione the whole time. Cause she was the most powerful and most useful yeah, wizard always, in this whole that, fucking game all of these uh, games it's always you finally get a character that's got like a lot of the powers that yeah like, well, she has so the like most. In, in jurassic world it's mr dna because they just give him like mm. almost every power yeah that makes uh, sense. in in lego dimensions i was using fucking superman i we'll get into that yeah, i'll talk but about see, that like, but, like you Hermione, always find the person that's like this person has got 18 powers and they're the person that can get right. around the fastest to so just stick with them and Hermione, you pretty much have from the beginning and she has this book that you have to use to um read like these wardrobes it's a, a simple like pattern puzzle which is like one two three four now click it in that order you know uh and then she's got the time turner which you need for a bunch of uh like open like her hub world puzzles She's got uh, Crookshank, her cat, that can uh, go through the pipes that you typically should be using Ron for with scabbers, um, but uh, the cat can do it too, and also the cat can dig, so you don't need Fang in the sections where they give you Fang, and it's like, and then all of that, she has like all the spells too, so it's like, she's just the best, and so you just play as Hermione through the game. Hermione's the hero of this game, and it was just like it would just get so annoying because it's 
the the AI are just so mindless that I just wish I could play as one character because it would be so much easier to control things. But no, that's not how you you know can uh, i guess like it would be more fun if i were playing this co-op like i guess that's a thing but i don't know none of the puzzles were i you know you need like two characters there's, which the ai never, will just go and set up for you like it never felt like that would be fun with another person so there's only been one of these games that had actual puzzles it's a game i'm about to talk about lego dimensions but instead yeah. of but before that there are no puzzles the puzzle is Turn the thing into the thing that lets you go to the next thing. Yeah. That's all it is. Which I will say that is how uh, Sorcerer Stone and uh, Chamber of Secrets chapters in this game work. Because yeah. when you get to the Prisoner Azkaban, I actually liked those levels when I started playing through them. And I was happy enough because that's my favorite book, too. So it's like, I was like, cool. Like, I like Azkaban this really because. Well, hold on. That's your favorite book? Yeah. Really? I like that one because it. It, it's the most like self-contained story like it doesn't really deal with like voldemort it just kind of tells this story uh, about like yeah. his family which is kind of cool like i like that it's kind of like a departure from everything else that the, the books are i'm um, gonna say right straight up the best book 100 is goblet of fire with a very close second order of the phoenix sorry order of the me. phoenix is really that'd probably be what's my the, second favorite what's the worst what's the worst book um man that's tough I think it. I think it's. Uh, I just. It might be I the Half Blood Prince. I yeah. I don't think that most, except for like the last two chapters. I don't think much of the Half Blood Prince matters. Yeah, it was just kind of long to be long. It's long in the. It was. Days. It was just like uh, we gotta. And it's like you see it shit to set up the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's, okay. but yeah. Um, like the third. But it's uh, a very good movie. It's a very good movie. Yeah. But but the the book, I just I was not a fan. But the the third uh chapter of story, like the levels, are kind of nice because it did feel like they just dropped me into a room and they're like, "Hey, there is a puzzle here. Now figure out the puzzle." And I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool because most of the game has just been turn the thing to move on." And it's like this one I actually had to like figure out some of the puzzles like i guess some uh, you know they were all very easy uh relatively but like i like that that section of the game felt more of like you're in a puzzle room figure it out now you're in the next puzzle room it didn't feel as much of a platformer because the levels that do feel like just kind of platformers they're not fun because again uh, and I said this to you last night. The game has no fucking shadows. It does. Well, it does have shadows, but the light source is coming from kind of the pl- the player's perspective. Like it's it's pulled out in like an isometric kind of view, um, like kind of looking to the side like a traditional you know 2d platformer but like kind of angled 2.5 i guess but all the so none of the shadows are coming under you so whenever you jump onto the next platform that like if there's a pit um you won't see the shadow under you that lets you know like you're about to land on a platform you'll just keep jumping into the pit and it's so hard to tell uh what's where i'm jumping because there's just no help there and it's just so maddening whenever you're just trying to like Especially in those last, because uh, once you beat the game, you unlock 10 more bonus levels uh, that are just, they're kind of cool because those are actually just puzzle levels. And uh, honestly, I think they're some of the strong points of the game. I thought that those were some of the most fun things to do. But the problem is, is that um, you almost have to precision platform through the, the, the small sections that you would platform in them. And there's no way to help you 
get across those platforms. So it was kind of just maddening at the same time, uh, which really kind of like hurt my, um, uh, like, I guess score of it whenever I was going through those levels. Cause I was like, man, these are really well thought out. Wish the game just played better. Um, so yeah, it, it's just kind of a bummer. Like it's, it's got some, it's got some good stuff for it. I think these are probably great kids games, but like, yeah, it just kind of, once you beat the game and then you just have to go through the list of just like, now I got to find everything and do the levels over again. It just kind of became not fun anymore. I do want to say I 100% agree with you. And also while you were talking, I did buy Vita copies of both Lego Ninjago games. <laughs> Hell yeah. On eBay. So those will be, because apparently they're both very quick. Um, I look at Lego games as popcorn filler games. Of- I could see that things to play in between and they're easy platinums but i want to go in depth really quick oh what are you going to give wait what are you going to give this game on our patented scale because i've played it i haven't played this one so i'm i want your okay i want your rating i want to preface this that i had more fun playing dark cloud um i totally See? had more fun playing dark cloud you know what i would rather play one of these than dark cloud but I'm going to give it for fun. I'll give it a silver cuz it's like it's fine. It's it's and really it's it's not terrible cuz it's like again, I, playing through the levels the first time just uh the story mode cuz whenever I looked at the guide it's like, "Hey, just play the game through real quick and turn on all these cheat codes." And I was like, "Cool, that's great." And I did that and that was fun. Like that was it was fun to go yeah. through levels and, and be like, "Oh cheat, yeah." Right? It's, well, it, <laughs> it was it was fun to cheat whenever cuz uh like the first level you don't have the cheat codes cuz you have to unlock Diagon Alley to be able to do it. Mm. And once and and I got the true wizard like, you know, I collected 100% stuff whatever you yeah. know to unlock There's that every thing. every uh every level has a score and it's always true something yeah like in that it, it's what it's called true wizard. true wizard yeah and yeah like true believer in the marvel games stuff like yeah. that so in, like in the in lego dimensions it's called rule breaker <laughs> and like it wasn't hard to do i just had to break everything while i was going through the stage but then um like and i got it towards the end of the stage so i was like oh okay this is just what i'll have to do but then it was like oh no turn on cheat codes now and then i had a uh times three thousand eight hundred and twenty four multiplier i believe yeah when you turn on the multipliers it gets crazy it's it's you just start the stage you'll land on a stud as soon as you drop in and it's like true wizard you did it the thing is you need that because usually most of these games have like get 50 billion studs yeah, so don't know that turned on. It's like you'll never get it. You turn that on. It's like all right, you get about a you know a I billion th- or, uh, or two a uh, a stage. Maybe not <laughs> because, fifty billion. Maybe it was fifty million. But you know, it's a lot. Yeah, because I ended the game like at a hundred percent, unlocked everything. In which that's the other thing I thought was kind of weird is like you go unlock characters through stages, but then you have to pay for them. Which I was just kind of like, what is this extra level? Like, just give me the character, you know. Um like well, I did the thing that, to get it, but uh, no, what it is is that uh, like most of these games have sixty to seventy characters, and usually there's a trophy for unlocking every character. But what it is is you have to buy them with studs. Yeah, and that was so kind that's of, why you're farming the studs is because right. like oh, uh, especially also usually the red bricks when you don't use the cheat codes in some of these like in dimensions and some other games it's you got to find it, but then you've got to pay money to unlock it. Yeah, so it's like to get that first two times multiplier, you need a million studs, and you don't have that million right. multi- or that two times multiplier yet, so you have to be looking for the hidden 
ten thousands anywhere you can find them or replaying there's usually in most of these games there's a level where you're falling and you're falling through little circles and there'll be a hidden circle with like six you know uh purple studs and it's like oh there's sixty thousand towards you and so you just do that over and over and again to to farm studs and then once you get enough multipliers it's just like oh yeah now i'm uh i can do anything and that's how you unlock everything and and i ended it at 100 percent. i still had 22 billion studs yeah so it it all worked out in the end but it's an incremental thing and i think the numbers are so big because kids look at it and go big numbers right but the idea is that you're poor and then you slowly it's like a cookie clicker thing where it's like you're poor and then you get your number up and now numbers don't matter because it's like i have 80 septajillion euro bucks or whatever now look again on fun i give it a silver because i do think the game is fun you already said that as a no as a surface level game completing it though um i mean if you're gonna complete it like yeah it's a gold it's super easy to do it's just a time waster but like i wouldn't recommend you do it because it's really boring i would say go play spider-man from marvel because that was fun to to complete like all the way through like it didn't get boring and monotonous like this one where it was just like i just had a guide and i just had to go through each level and be like okay i have to take in you know because playing through the game hermione's the hero playing through the game again to to unlock everything lucius malfoy was the hero so yeah because he had dark magic and every other spell so it was like okay cool like he was just the one i always chose and uh, he was also the easiest dark magic character to unlock because otherwise it was kind of like stupid. Like I wish the guide that I had used to had been a little bit better of like telling you like, Hey, uh, now that you've completed the game, go back to level two, five and unlock Lucius Malfoy. It was like, instead it was like, Oh, now go restart the game and do all this, but you can't actually do all this until you unlock a dark magic character. So it was just like, Oh God, I got to this point where I, I would go through the level and then be like, Oh, well you can't do this one now because you don't have dark magic. So, so, sorry uh come there back to it again and it's just like very, why uh, like what god were you using what god were you using? uh i was using one on on uh psn profiles but it was like okay. go so, use this old xbox on. one that i had to use yeah it's better usually uh the guides for lego games on these sites usually suck there's better ones on old xbox ones yeah. because there's these guys that make these guides Uh, there's these people that make these guys that basically say all right beat the game once you're done get these very specific characters or characters with these specific traits yeah and then they go back down and and then it's not like needs a character it's needs someone who has this power needs someone who has this power and so you get your you're basically yeah it's like pokemon you get your six and you just do whatever you want it basically was that it just didn't tell you like when you go back to the replay to like oh yeah by the way uh you will it was like you do need dark magic but it didn't tell you where to find a dark magic character so then i just had to be like okay well i know lucius malfoy is probably gonna have it and or like one of the malfoys will have it so i looked through all the malfoys and it was like oh well lucius is easy because you don't need anything else you just have to beat the game to unlock that character uh go to this level and then i had to go to that level because i was like it got really dumb when i was doing the same level three times whenever i should have only been doing them twice it's just oh yeah you didn't tell me you fucked up by doing that like yeah it just I've, i've never done the same other than like grinding money i've never done the same level more than once in the star mode and once to get all the stuff and then you get out right anyway so, yeah but uh, it, it's fine okay. it's fine i want to tell you about what is like at the same time both the worst and best lego game yeah i'm really interested in this because like i thought this was an interesting idea because 
I like the toys to life. Uh, kind it, of it is both genre, a I it guess. is both a positive and a negative for this game. Let me explain. First of all, I want to the idea behind this is that there's a ultra powerful. It, it's sort of the same as. Skyland. It's almost the same exact thing as Skylanders, which is there's somebody from outside time and space, and they're going to every dimension to get X keystone, right? Right. And in this, it's powers. Uh, the bad guy in this game, by the way, played by Gary Oldman. <laughs> okay. Right his, his sidekick robot that becomes your friend, played by um, Joel McHale. Okay. There are voices in this game. Like, they got the cast of... of, of um, they got the entire cast of like the Simpsons for the Simpsons characters. Okay. And then characters that they couldn't get. It's like, uh, they just have, because it's WB and they have access to their own movies. It's like, I've got a Voldemort. And when you put Voldemort on, it's Ray fines, but it's lines from the movie. Yeah. I was going to say like, does every pack then have voice acting? Yes. God damn. Uh, so do they get Sonic are, to have like a who's yeah, Sonic? But it's, it's just some that's just some random person. You know what's weird about Sonic? Side note: every oh. one of these has like all of the background music. Like if you play Doctor Who, it's got the da 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 When you play the Sonic level, all the Sonic music is wrong. Really? It's like for some reason they got the the rights to Sonic, but not the music. But not that's got to be that's got to be a Japanese thing. Yeah, that that probably has to be. It's that. all knockoff. That's not just not right. Now, uh, so we didn't talk about, but on a lot of these games that are based on like movies, what they do is that they do animated cutscenes and they use line instead of like having someone come in and do it again. They just straight up use sound clips from the movie. And then they'll animate it and they do little funny things like if they were supposed to pull out a gun, they'll pull out a sandwich instead. And then a bunch <laughs> of people look and be like, what's going on here? Um, they kind of do that in this. The, the, the premise of this game is that every Lego game is its own dimension. And there's a like a world between worlds called Vortron or something. I don't know, whoever fucking cares. And this guy's <laughs> trying to get all of the, the bad guy played by Gary. I'm just going to call him Gary Oldman. Yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman is trying to get to walk through all the dimensions, get all the bad guys to help him take over the multiverse and put all the bad good guys in jail. And your main characters, the ones that it come with are Gandalf, Batman, but not Lego Batman. That's a distinctly different Batman and wild style, which is, did you ever see the Lego movie? Yeah. She was That's like the, the, the Elizabeth Banks character. Yeah. 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 And so the reason that this game is good and uh, the reason this game is bad before I get to the good is that, because those are the only characters that the, it comes with, and you can only play the characters you have for 14 levels. They're all based off these three people, which means if you think about think about like how you played Harry Potter, where you had maybe like Harry and Ron in one level, and then the next level you would have different people, so there were different types of puzzles. Yeah. This game, because they can only rely on you having these three, every uh, Wild style has the powers of double jump or can jump higher or she can find hidden bricks. Batman can either use the grapple gun or the batarang and uh, Gandalf can either do magic or light up areas. That's every puzzle oh. because they can't do any other things. They can't introduce new elements right. because you don't have, you know, you don't have Slimer or to do Gizmo. That. The way that they get around that is they introduce puzzles with the portal. So there's a portal that you put it on and the portal has three slots. It has a left slot, a right slot and a middle slot. And what they do is that puzzle. There are five different types of puzzles, which are keystone puzzles. There are puzzles based on colors, which are 
you'll get these spots on the ground where if you walk on it, it'll turn your guy blue, red, or or uh, yellow. And it's like, all right, you need to make the left slot yellow, the right slot blue, and the middle slot, you know, red. And then that'll solve the puzzle. Or you have to combine colors. So, like, you got to make the left slot purple. So you got one, one person on the blue and one person on the red, right? Mm-hmm. They got other ones where it's depending on if you move it from one part or the other on the portal, you'll go through different, uh, like, portals in the game and you'll get to different areas that you couldn't before to solve longer term puzzles there's also one where uh, there's a location one where you got to find a hidden object and so what it is is on the screen you're look you're moving around but you're looking at the portal to see if it turns more red or green if it, and it's like you know hot or cold if it turns more green you're you're finding the secret thing then there's one where it's like putting it on the left side makes you taller putting it on the left side makes you shorter or flip that and it's all a puzzle about being small and going through these little puzzles or there's an elemental one where it's like if you're on the left you've got fire powers if you're on the right and so you're physically having to pick it up and put it through the slots it's cool the first time you do it yeah. and then they just but the thing is they run out of different so it's like that one where you're big or small it's always the same where you're going through like this kind of like hamster wheel puzzle where you got to go through these little things as a little guy but the only way they can make it a puzzle is oh there's it's missing a piece and so now you got to go find it and make a guy big and put it in but it's the same thing over and over again the same with like the location puzzles literally just find it located every time so there's not a lot of depth the reason it's also at the same time the best game is that you remember we were talking about like the first time you played lego harry potter you only had very specific characters and then you would have to go through it a second time yeah you don't have to do that here because there's a trophy for usually there's a trophy for like finding every mini kit in the game right mm-hmm. well a lot of the mini kits in these level are hidden behind powers you can only get if you buy dlc so they only need you to get 30 there's only 30 in the entire game that you can specifically get with the three characters you have and so you have to find these very specific puzzles or if you just have every single piece like i do because i bought that collection <laughs> yeah. you can get in the first couple levels because it's like the very first level is in the is on the yellow brick road in wizard of oz land okay and you turn around and there's a silver gate you can only get if you can destroy it with a silver character well i've got the cyberman from doctor who who can break that and then i went in and got uh you know hundreds of thousands of studs because they hit all these puzzles behind dlc right so okay. it's it's both the best game because you can most of the puzzles in this game because these three characters, Gandalf, Batman, and Wildstyle, can only do so much. They, a lot of the puzzles are, how do you get on this ledge? Oh, you can do that puzzle, or you can just put Superman on and he can fly up there. Also, <laughs> Superman's indestructible. Oh, okay. Because he's Superman. Yeah, that makes sense. My favorite two characters Wait, were... is there, like, no magic in the game? Oh, there's... Uh, what do you mean? Well, Superman's weak to magic. That's not a real... Shut up. Uh... <laughs> I mean, there is magic. Gandalf does magic, right, but right. it's like it's just picking up things. My two go-to characters were Superman and Raven from Teen Titans, because Raven can also fly, but she has magic like Gandalf and electricity powers. Hmm. And so you can skip a lot of the elemental puzzles that are all about putting, unlocking the things so you can get to where you can do electricity to power something up, or you can just skip all that and fly. Um, the levels of this game go. Uh, there's there's a level that is the best level in the game. Is there's a portal level. And there's portal DLC. It's legitimate portal puzzles. Oh, that's cool. And it's great. And the first time I played it, I did it all to do them. And then the second time, there's a trophy for doing that level in under 25 minutes, which is hard as fuck if you play it for real. Or you can just cheat. And because all of these portal puzzles are about getting to the end of the thing, but it's getting the ability to like open a door, or you can just be Superman and fly around the door. 
You can skip large swaths of this game by just flying to the end. Makes things uh, a little bit easier, uh, I guess. Amazing. <laughs> it makes me want to uh, play Portal as Superman now, though. <laughs> it's oh, like you then get stuck, you just punch a hole through the wall. <laughs> so then there's uh, also there's a bunch of uh, vehicles, but the only vehicle they can rely that you have on is the Batmobile. So there's trophies mm. for like upgrading the Batmobile. But the Batmobile doesn't matter when you can have the flying Ghostbuster car and just fly to the end with a specific person. Because a lot of these puzzles are like, yeah, I can fly up to this ledge with Superman, but only Batman can turn on the thing. Well, Batman can't get up there. What do I do? It's really simple. I take everybody off the portal and then I take Superman off the portal and the game goes, well, nobody's up here. What's going on? And then I put Batman on and it just replaces him with Superman and I've skipped the entire puzzle. (laughs) Perfect. Um, The trophies in this game are so fucking simple because it's just beat every level, beat the game. Uh, get 30 of the mini kits out of like a uh, you know 100 and what 140 mm-hmm. get 30 gold bricks out of like a thousand in the game which is nothing and then each person has a hub world you can only go to if you put that character on the thing and the hub worlds uh have like you know things to do but you only need to do one of them or do like five races but you can do the same race five times and then uh there's a trophy for like using each of those different like puzzles I was talking about with the keystones of like the locate, the chroma mode, do each one of those a couple times, which except for the locate, you'll do it just by playing the game. And then there's only 24 out of 25 of those locate puzzles in the whole game. So all you do is you just load up uh, that portal level again. You start at a very specific key point. And it's the very first one and you get that trophy. It's a super easy trophy list, but for some reason it's ultra rare. It's like, it's very rare and super rare, or just rare on PS3 and PS4. And it's because of that portal uh, trophy for doing the entire portal level in 25 minutes. Because with just the three characters, that I don't, I, it, it's tight. Yeah. Uh, with Superman, it takes 12 <laughs> minutes. Of course. I mean, also, he is got, the best, so it makes sense. He's the best. It's got 13 DLC packs. I want to go through these really quick. Yeah. 10 of them are just one, are levels where they're just like, they're 30 to 45 minutes. They do make them long. And then three of them are level packs where there's six levels. But it's like, uh, they put an entire Simpsons pack. This is where it gets cool, though. They put an entire Simpsons pack. You know what that Simpsons pack is? It's you replaying the level. Have you ever watched the episode of The Simpsons where Homer eats the too hot spicy chili and goes on a trip? Yeah. It's that episode. Oh, that rules. There's one where you just okay. play Back to the Future. The portal level is just more portal with Waitley, and they have even better puzzles, uh, which you can, once again, wholeheartedly skip with Superman <laughs> if you're doing it a second time. There's a Doctor Who one where it's all... It, the Doctor Who level is all like Zelda Oracle of Ages, where the idea is that you get in the TARDIS, and it's like, I'm in post-apocalyptic London 2025. Well, I get in this TARDIS and I go back to 2015. I make this tree grow. And then in 2025, this tree is up so you can get over a thing. So it's got huh. some cool shit. The Ghostbusters level is just play, replaying Ghostbusters 1. There's this one that's the Midway Arcade level pack. Also, there's a Midway Arcade level in the game where it's just like, hey, do you want to play Gauntlet but as Superman? <laughs> Now, the Midway Arcade Pack is cool because what that is, is there's a vehicle that is an old arcade cabinet, and you find arcade cabinets throughout the main game. They just put a bunch of... That one is more, hey, you need to to progress in the Midway Arcade Level Pack. You need to score at least the Bronze Challenge in Gauntlet, Defender, Robotron. Oh, shit. Uh, So they just put the games in? they just put the games. It's uh, one of the levels of the main game has a thing. It's like, oh, if you have this DLC pack and put it on, you can just play Paperboy. 
And what they do is oh. in those levels, if you hit a score, they just give you a shitload of studs. Okay. It's fun. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of cool. I like that it's an, like a little added bonus for yeah. uh there's an adventure time path. level, but I don't know about an adventure time. Like that was just kind of an I've always found adventure time kind of annoying. <sighs> it's it's uh, actually really good. You should check it out. I have. I don't like it. Oh, okay. Uh, here, wait, hold on. Here's a side piece. Get ready. It's called Things That Ryan Thinks Suck That You're Going to Make That's Going to Be oh, Sad no. About. Are you ready? Yeah. I don't like Adventure Time. I think Steven Universe is dog shit. I don't care about uh, whatever that, what was that other show that, OKKO. Okay, I don't give a shit about something. There was something called yeah, Chowder. I checked into those. I, if you've, all of these Cartoon Network shows that are for kids, but 20 somethings have glomped onto, is like, this is my whole personality suck shit have you seen regular show i that, watched that shit's regular great. show it was fine that's one of my favorite shows of care. all time like but i, I would actually might, say if, that. if you think that your whole uh if you've ever said i'm this kind of gem in steven universe i think less of you oh yeah no i i haven't thought that but i, I do think it's a pretty solid show nah it sucks shit <laughs> like just complete ass anyway <laughs> Um, there's a, now one of the longest ones, but I really liked, there's an entire level that is the first mission impossible movie, including a oh, level where cool. you have to rappel down in the CIA to get the knock list and you have to go through lasers. Great level. <laughs> the Sonic level plays like Sonic the Hedgehog one. They make it go fast. Oh, uh, and cool. then in between each stage, you do the little, it goes a little too long. I will uh-huh. admit uh, but it, through b- between each section of the level, you go through the bonus stage from Sonic the Hedgehog Two, where you're like running, you know, down the thing to avoid the bombs. That's pretty cool. They did a Goonies level, which is not the entire Goonies movie. It's from when Chunk breaks Sloth out until the like the end. Oh, okay. And you only play you play as Chunk, Sloth, and Data. That's pretty good. And then there's three packs that are six levels each, and uh, the first one is 2016 Ghostbusters. It's the worst fucking part of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Much like uh, the I whole franchise of Ghostbusters. There's the Lego Batman uh, movie story pack, which I guess I never saw it, but I looked it up. It's kind of close to the idea. So the Lego Batman movie is like the Joker gets mad that Batman says he's not his uh, like actual nemesis and he means nothing to him. So he breaks out like all the villains or whatever. In this one, since they all have the licenses, it's the same thing. But instead of breaking out every Batman villain, it's like, oh, guess who got on his side? Voldemort. <laughs> you know, they just okay. bring a bunch of like uh, weird people that like things from other licenses. Right. Yeah. That's like, a little bit here. more uh, interesting, I guess. Yeah. Because I guess in the movie, there's something about the Phantom Zone. So the idea is inside the Phantom Zone, it wasn't just Batman and Superman villains. It was also like King Kong. Sauron was in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> Voldemort was in the Phantom Zone. The Kraken was in the Phantom Zone. Gremlins were in the Phantom Zone. And then the 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 final boss of the game of that level is Voldemort. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of. And cool. then the last pack is the first Fantastic Beast and how you got to get them. And by that point, I was just like, I'm. I just want to be done. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, I think that's anyone that enjoys Harry Potter is. Uh kind of feels yeah. that way about that anyways so. uh, i would say that if you're playing these for fun i i feel like lego dimensions was cool but it's definitely because of the way they had to do it and how they had to limit how you could play levels it's definitely a both a detriment if you care but a but a top if you're just trying to get through it especially me playing it the second time where it's like i've already experienced this let's just fucking cheat it was great to just put superman on and fly to the end of levels right um 
And like the DLC, they put time and care. So it's like, hey, when they do the Simpsons level, it starts with the Simpsons. And they like they remade the Simpsons opening in their uh, thing. Fucking the entire game ends with GLaDOS is like a major character. And much like Portal and Portal 2, the game ends with a Jonathan Colton song sung by GLaDOS. Oh, that's kind of cute. Uh, when they do Ghostbusters, it's, you know, it starts like Ghostbusters. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog starts with a screen where Lego Sonic, you know how Sonic the Hedgehog starts with the, the, Le- or the Sonic the Hedgehog logo comes out from the side and he's sitting there in the middle, like wagging his figure at you. Mm-hmm. They do that. They have all of the right, like elements. It's just too bad. It's wasted on this. Ah, I um, I can't wait to be done with all the DLC because I'm just going to, I paid $300 for this whole set plus shipping. And I'm going to try and uh, hopefully I'm talking to our friend Carlos, who seemed very interested for some reason. And I'm just going to sell him exactly what I got, what I bought it for. So that way I was like, I'm not making a profit. Everything's here. I just played it to get all the trophies and you can enjoy it. I'm assuming with his kids, but um, I will have had my time with it and I will move on. Should you out there hunt down everything for Lego dimensions and do it? No. This game is expensive. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, now that you've done two Toys to Life uh, games, which one do you think was better? Do you think Skylanders is a better whole package? So Skylanders think, was uh, definitely like, more Skylanders was definitely more devious mm-hmm. because like you'll find all those hats or like orbs for other characters and they will. And, and every other time when you play Skylanders, when it wants to tell you something, it auto like, you know, where it puts your it always puts your cursor on no. When you find orbs for other characters, it auto puts your cursor on yes. And what it is, is that's an ad for. Do you want to see what Drobot is like? Do you want to see what Stomp? I don't remember the people's names, but it's just like, do you want to watch an ad about this one character? And it will auto put the character on yes when you're trying to get through it. Everything else, it's like, hey, do you pick this up? Do you want to put this hat on your character? Nah. Uh, So it's definitely more devious and more like buy more characters so you can unlock more of this game. This game seemed like they never they never bring up hey, you need another character. To, like, it will, if you find a puzzle that um, you don't have a guy for, this little question block will pop up, and it, if you hit it, it will say, this can only be done by characters like, you. Like, oh, you found a pile that needs to be dug. Only Scooby-Doo and other characters can do this. And you can bring up a checklist, and it'll show you every character in the game, not just what you have, but every download, like every character, and who has it. And it'll show check marks, like if you've used one before, it's like, oh, you need... Uh, to to, uh, to break down this wall, you need someone who can, uh, or to to grow this plant to get something, you need someone who has water powers. And then it would show, oh, you've used Krusty, you've used Aquaman, and then all the other characters that you haven't used. It's like if you have one of these, it'll do it, and then that's it. It doesn't show you ads. It's just like this is the characters that can do it. We'll tell you exactly what you need if you want to go buy that. That okay. being said. I was able to, well, and actually with, with Skylanders, I had to buy those power-ups to be able to do their trophies because they were so shit hard. Whereas here, I could have put time in, and effort in and unlocked that Portal 1 the easy way, or I did this. So I am actually going to say that I think LEGO Dimensions is the better game, even though I don't like the gameplay of LEGO games. At least Skylanders was gauntlet. Right. I just don't like how nefarious fucking Skylanders was. I feel like Lego Dimensions was nicer in the, like, if you want this, this is what you would have to buy. That's it. Or or this is what you have to have. Right. It's like, hey, uh, like, when you're in the hub where it's like you can go to any hub world, every one of these, every single one of these uh, franchises has a hub world you can go to where it's like the hub world in Harry Potter where it's like, oh, you know, in the 
in the fucking Simpsons hub world, it's Springfield and there's a bunch of quests you can do and you can spend, there's trophies for upgrades where it's like in the, you know, you can rebuild the quickie mart. And by doing that, it's just, it doesn't really do anything. It's just fun. Like you can, you can rebuild the crusty land entrance. And sometimes that will lead to finding these gold bricks or they will give you more studs, but it's just, it's fun. So when you go to a portal or it's like, Hey, to enter the fucking, uh, gremlins portal, you're going to need, uh, either gizmo, you're going to need gizmo or it's like, Hey, do you want to enter the Jurassic world portal? You need this character. And it'll just say, if you put one of those characters on, you can get on. That's it. It doesn't then try to show you an ad. It doesn't trick you into playing the ad. So I'll give them credit for that. Uh, however, this game is so much longer than Skylanders. Yeah. I still think this is the better game. I'm going to give it a silver. I'm going to say for trophies, because for trophies, I'm going to give it two scores. One, if you just have the base kit and one, if you have extra stuff like me, if you just have the base kit, I would give it a silver or I give it a bronze just because they do like you have, there's only 30 kits you can get. So you have to get all the exact ones. And some of them are kind of hidden well, and then you have to replay shit or you can only get these gold bricks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is a hard, if you have everything, this game's a gold just cause it's so fucking easy to cheat. The only reason <laughs> it doesn't get a platinum is because there's a money aspect, right? If you've got the money to, uh, to buy everything. And then hopefully re- if like, but the thing is at the end of the day, if I can resell this, then it costs me nothing exactly and then you just gotta uh, have a fun time with the game well fun is subjective <laughs> overall as a i want to say this i want you to tell me your thoughts as the lego series on a whole as uh for fun and then i'm going to talk about the lego series on a whole as a trophy hunter what do you, what is your final word as a the fun factor of these games if you're really into that franchise you'll probably have fun through uh, through the story exactly yes that's perfect as a completion standpoint i can't really recommend it because unless you really love it, and look i really love harry potter uh despite that fucking of a writer I, what? no you can't say that we're gonna get in tr- you no. can hate her but you Fuck can't say her. that word no no t- time out this is for real what do people really not like that word i think people really do not like that word Okay, that bleep, just bleep, just bleep it. Yeah, I'll just. <laughs> well, no, hang on. Just bleep it and leave all this in so people know exactly what word we're talking about. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> um, fuck her. Uh, yeah, she sucks. She no, fucking hold on. sucks. Time out. You got up my ass about me wanting to put Hogwarts Legacy on our most anticipated game. You're like, I can't let I, you talk about I that. And now you, br- you're the no, one no, that no, no, brought. No, hold on. You're the one that brought the first Harry Potter game to our show. I did. Having said that, I bought the game used. I didn't. She's not getting any of my money. GameStop. Shout outs GameStop, even though the guy was super attached to my hip the whole time I was oh, in the yeah, store. To be fair, I think I've only um, ever bought one Lego game new, and it was that Lego Incredibles that's the on difference. Amazon. Like, if you buy that game used, we'll talk about it. I, I want no money of us doing this podcast to go to that fucking turf spot I'm just going to, you know, well, you won't know if I did or not. I'll just tell oh. you I bought it used and you'll have to, to, to I guess the, it'll come down to, do you trust your friend Ryan or not? Oh man. We're 100% talking about that game when that comes out. Oh. I, cannot, I cannot wait. It looks so good. 
I know, like, uh, my whole childhood, there's, uh, like, three franchises where I was like, if they just continued doing stuff in this world, I'd be happy. And well, that's it turns one out that's them. not true and, about Harry Potter, because those fucking yeah. Fantastic Beast movies. Well, no, because anyway, I what still like them. I still they're like not, those movies. None um, of them have been good. Anyway, what's the other two? Them. What's the other but, two? Uh, what? You said three franchises that could get Oh, uh, Star Wars and uh, Dragon Ooh. Ball. You just picked three franchises that went on and just got worse over time. No, because Dragon Ball, I think, got better. Uh, well, not better. Actually, I, think it's I don't just know. I've never good. watched Super, but I've Super's heard Super's great. Oh, like, I love it. I've heard a lot of people say that like, oh, it's losing. Also, scene. Hot Topic. Hot Take. GT is good, so whatever. Um, GT's not canon. Uh, yeah, but it's totally fine. But, um, but Star Wars, Star Wars was the one, the first time that I've ever... Like I came out of that ninth movie and I was just like, you know what? I I think it might be better if they just stop doing this. But Mandalorian's good. Yeah, um, that's the yeah that's the thing. Anything Dave anyway. Filoni's on, gold. Anyway, uh, I want to say that Lego games, coming from me as a trophy hunter, these are, with the exception of I think like two Lego games, they're all the same and they're all easy. Yeah. The only Lego games that you shouldn't play because is one of them is Lego Rock Band because that's just straight up like. That's just straight up rock band. And one of the trophies is for like, it's for completing fire. Uh, flames. No, the final countdown, a hundred percent guitar solo on expert. That game has like point seven. Yeah. It's like they made a, a they made a, uh, it's straight up. It's just rock band, but with Lego stuff and you figure it's like, Oh, it's gonna be easy for kids. It's like, no, it's just another rock band game. And all the rock band games, they always put one. That's like, unless you're a professional musician, you're never going to get, Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other Lego game that you shouldn't play is Lego Worlds because that is Minecraft, but Minecraft without the cheating. Because in Minecraft, <laughs> I think Minecraft I told is you, really I, good if I, you mod it. I have the Minecraft PS4 Platinum because you can make people make trophy worlds where the idea is that you go to a oh, server okay. that is specifically set up to come over here and press this button and it'll do the thing to give you the trophy, which is great. It's automated. It's so much fun. I did a stream once where it's like going through Disneyland. It's like going like Trophy Disneyland. I have a PS3 copy of Minecraft and I think somebody made a PS3 world. So I might do that sometime, but it's like the, uh, the Lego worlds for it's Minecraft, but there's no way to do that. So you actually do have to play the game. And apparently the game is very, very hard because you have to collect a billion studs and there's no multipliers. Oh, I don't want to do that. That sounds yeah, awful. So, so just don't <laughs> give me so my answer is 3000 multiplier. <laughs> so the answer is just don't. <laughs> Uh, but overall, I would say that Lego games are an easy plat if you ever need it. Uh, they're all the same, and uh, they're usually cheap because people will play them and resell them almost immediately. Yeah. I would just say that they are very quick to get burned out. So my rule of thumb would be don't play more than two or three a year. Definitely don't play them in a row. This is the first time I've ever done that by playing Lego mentions and immediately playing it again. And I'm, I'm burned out. I still got on this version. I still, I've plotted the game and I've done so far the Simpsons back to the future and portal. I still need to do doctor who ghostbusters, midway arcade adventure time, uh, mission impossible, Sonic, Goonies and the three story pack. So that's one. So that's 18, 19, 20, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 20. I still have 25 more levels I need to do. Jeez. And every pack is the same. Uh, so like the DLC packs, they're all three trophies. And the, for the ones that are one level, it's 
a trophy. They're all bronze. So they, these are only also, they're a waste of time for serious trophy hunters who are looking for quantity like me. I'm doing this for the completion aspect because it's funny to me, but it's like, it's three bronze trophies. So it's only 45 points and it's play the level, find one mini kit and get the, get the, you know, the stud score, the rule breaker. And then for the, Level packs, it's beat all six levels, get rule breaker at least once, and then do one quest in the hub world. But the quests in the hub world don't um, unlock until you've beaten all six levels. So instead of having to find mini kits, that's also nice, though, because you know all you have to do is just what the level entails. So if you see anything that's like, that's a power that the, I didn't really talk about this. You know how, like I said, in the main game, they only do powers off the three guys? Yeah. In the fucking other levels, they only do powers based off what the one figure has. Oh, every in the Simpsons level, every single power, sense. every single puzzle can be solved by Homer or the vehicle that Homer can unlock. OK, which is how they do that is they give you these little tags that are rewritable. Uh, like a, it's like how Amiibos can rewrite. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it gives you things like make this figure and then put it on there. Of course, I don't make the figures because I don't fucking care. And I just put this tag on. It It reads as, okay, this is now the ghost trap. And I'll use that until the end. Or this is now the companion cube. Uh, and so you just have to get through the level, which is nice. Because if, if I see any puzzle that's like, Homer can't do that, which means I don't have to do it. And I just move on. Right. And even though I'm playing a Superman and flying to the end, if it's like, I got to do something. But it's like, well, Homer's only got the powers to either break glass or get big and punch a wall. Thankfully, Superman can already punch walls. And Homer's break glass is a windup, but Doctor Who's is immediate. So I played through the whole Homer level as only as Superman and Doctor Who. Okay. So yeah. Anyway. That's a good team up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman and Doctor Who, you know they're the best. Wait, uh, which Doctor is it that you play as? It's uh, the 12th one, Peter Capaldi. It's actually uh, uh, voiced by Peter Capaldi, by the way. Oh, interesting enough, I guess. Good for him. He got a, yeah, he got a, good for him. I get my day. I only ever watched David Tennant. Yeah, Doctor he's the Who. best. He's the best. And then Matt Smith and I watched a couple and was like, this guy sucks. Uh, should you play Lego games? Like I said, yes, you can find them relatively cheap. Like those two uh, Le- Lego Ninjago games that I just bought for Vita were like 15 bucks a piece. And that's only because they're Vita games and Vita games always go a little bit more because at this point, Vita collectors are, I mean, Vita games are only sold to collectors. Nobody's buying Vitas right. for their kids. You know what I mean? But I mean, I think I paid like 10 bucks for, and that gave me both of them. Like I said, I bought both. I bought both Harry Potter. I already own. Okay. I now own every hit like a Harry Potter game because there was a sale on Amazon. I forgot the other one I bought that. Thanks again to our friends at cheap ass gamer. I was able to get at Walmart for like five. He was like, yo, it's on clearance at Walmart for five bucks. I got the PS4 collection that you got. Yeah. 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 Uh, I found for five bucks once at a used game store. I have the Vita and it's only five and seven is all they ever put on Vita. And then I now own both PS3, one and four and five. And so I can technically play. I can get five Harry Potter Platinums if I wanted to, which I probably will over the course of the next six years. But, <laughs> you know, I think that after I'm done with Lego Dimensions, I will probably I will be playing a Lego game soon because I'm taking a trip and I'm bringing my Vita. So a Lego game is very easy to play in a plane. Looking at you, Lego Chima. It, I've got to keep the Oh, the streak. We should say where the streaks. Are. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, but like as far as like an actual 20 to 30 hour Lego game, I will probably not play another one of those until either the end of the year or not until next year. I feel that. And they I definitely won't because I got very bored of it. <laughs> uh, I don't expect you to ever play one again. And I would never ex- assume unless they made like, you know, a, some if they made a Lego Digimon game, I feel like that that's would, the only time yeah, you would I'd ever play that. Yeah. I would definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Wow, we talked about Lego way more than I thought we were going to. Yeah, that see, was fun to do. That was our first episode that was more in like a genre, and I kind of liked it. We got to yeah. do another one of those in the future. I have an idea for another genre one. Yeah, let's talk about it because I'm definitely down to to look at genres. Um, especially like this one was fun because it's 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 nice to go back and revisit something that I've done in the past because I I haven't played a Lego game in God maybe ten years. Yeah. Uh, so. I would say right there, if hearing this, you're like, I'd like to pick up a Lego game. Maybe the one to play. It's the longest one ever, but maybe that Skywalker saga that came out because it's all nine movies. It's fucking long. It's like it's like heard the it's great. three full Lego games, but yeah. people seem to love it. So maybe that's the one for you. Yeah, um, I would just like to really quickly say the streak is at 147 days. Ooh. And while we've been on the streak, I've gotten four thousand nine hundred and thirty two overall trophies on the streak. <laughs> Also, this has become my best month ever for trophies uh, because my previous most trophies in a month was uh, what, month, what month was it? It was September of 2021. I got 1,432 trophies. We've still got half a month and I'm already at 1,520. God damn. I'm going to try to break 2,000 in a month. I'm, I'm a machine. Uh, uh, again, I think you should do like a 12 hour making an event so that people know about it and just no, be like, I'm going no, for it. I, listen, I did that for five hours. We started very strong with like 70 people. And by the end of it, we were like 29. Granted, yeah, but, it mean, ended at 11 night. Yeah. And not only that, uh, I mean, it was almost 3 a.m. where I was. So I'll it's like, consider it. I'll consider it. Yeah. Uh, I, I would. I think you should. I think a lot of people would like that. We'll, we'll talk. We'll see. Uh, you know, go subscribe to twitch.tv slash dr underscore Ryan. And maybe if those numbers go up, we'll do it. All money raised by my stream will be bent, uh, will be used to buy more dumb games. So <laughs> there you go. You, if you get want to give me, I, you don't have, listen, I'm not going to sit here and beg. You don't have to give me money. I don't want to be that kind of person. If you do want to give me money, I will gladly take it. Fuck. I accidentally forgot I had a sound alert on last night and our friend Arkwright did it. And he paid oh. me 1500 <laughs> bits for 10 minutes of screaming and farting, which is Genius. just, fart noises over uh like the wilhelm scream and then i accidentally restarted it near the end so it went for 18 minutes because <laughs> yeah. I, I could not turn it off uh, i made that 50 dollars because i never want to hear that again but if someone <laughs> wants to be crazy they can make me listen to 10 minutes and i couldn't turn the volume down so is it like max volume uh if anyone out there wants to pay me 50 dollars to ruin my stream it's always available uh <laughs> This has been a good episode. Yeah. Now it's the time where I ask you, did anyone uh, call in? We do have a call in. Okay. What is it? And you know what? I'm going to even. Oh, uh, is this the one from last time that you wouldn't tell me? I, it is. It is okay. the one from last time that I wouldn't tell Before you. Before we because, get to that one. Yes. Do we have any other? Do we have any others? Uh, we, I'm going to save that one. I'm gonna, no, yeah. I want to answer a question because. I don't okay. think I told me this wasn't a question. Here, here, so here want, we go. We have a question for you. Okay. It says, I want a, I want a question. I want some good uh, discussion. Let's go ahead. Really enjoyed listening to the dark cloud episode during the Who podcast. Is Who is this from? Who is this from? I'll keep that a secret for right now. Oh, it's Is it Taiwan? The, the subject is no bit only question. So, okay. Fine. Uh, right. Really enjoyed right. listening to the dark cloud episode during the podcast. Dr. Ryan mentions that he likes building the building part of RTS games, but not the fighting part, which I a hundred percent agree with. My question is when you finish building your ideal base and have basically everything, do you ever just stop playing and never touch the game? Or do you start a new kingdom, try to find other ways to improve your base castle, etc.? Um, and then also, do you ever have uh, that problem with any other games or genres that you play? 
Uh, and then so you know, it was Tylon. Hell yeah! Shout out Tylon, you're the best. All right, Ty- hey, Tylon, then, uh, what? That was uh, a good question. Tylon, you're officially off probation. And not only that, he sweetens the pot with a PS. I watched a playthrough of Dark Cloud on YouTube, and I have to agree with Dr. Ryan's score. Fuck yeah, Tylon so, rules. Uh, <laughs> the only zero we've ever given out to Dark Cloud. No, it's it's totally it, fine. It got a zero. <laughs> You, you, we'll, we'll have this fight at the end of the I year. I listened back to that and I'm annoyed that every single time I would say I didn't like something, you just went, Well, uh, that didn't happen to me, so it's fine. It's like, you just are, that's, that's, a, that's, you're, you're gaslighting me. No, it's, no, I'm not gaslighting because it's 100% truth. Um, the things that happened in my game happened to me and that was my experience of the game, which was totally yeah, but you, that's, fine. But that's, that, you can't negate my experiences just because. But you, I'm, you like I guess it. what I'm trying to explain is that one doesn't we outweigh can't the other. We can keep having this conversation. Yes. We'll talk about this in December. <laughs> uh, anyway, but, as yes. far as uh, Tylon's question, usually in those games, however, I'm playing them for trophies. So it's like once I've made done everything I need. Mm-hmm. Or are you talking about in old games like in StarCraft and all that? I think it's just general broad kind of. I mean, most game, most, I, there's not a lot of games that exist that are like just make your thing and leave. Like the closest would be Civ, but with Civ, I had very specific things I was trying to do. Right. And thankfully, not a lot of the Civ trip. Oh, by the way, I could do Civ 6 again on EU now also, which is great. And speaking um, of Civ 6, I've, I've kind of got an idea for Civ 6, a stream, if you will. Um I already got all the trophies. Well, you know, you know what? There's DLC trophies. Anyway, yeah. um, as far as like, do I just start over again? Most of the time, if I'm doing one of those, it's for trophies. So it's like, well, I've gotten all the trophies. It's time to move on. Mm-hmm. I don't replay games until I can, unless I can get trophies again or I'm speed running RE7. That seems to be the only thing I replay. But just that's, I'm, as soon I'll be able to get all the trophies in RE7 again. Uh, what was the other what was the other question? Uh, it was, it was that, but like, do you experience that in other games or genres? I feel like when it comes to fighting games, Mm -hmm. I will get all the trophies and then it's like, I well, I got all the trophies. Even if I like the fighting, it's like, yeah, I guess some friends want to play or I could just play something. It's, it's really, it's hard for me. It's like, it's the reason I haven't gotten to be like, yo, all the homies are playing Warzone. Get on. It's like, what? why I could just talk. Like the reason you play Warzone is to hang out with someone, right? Right. They're, the games are an excuse to hang out. I can hang out while everyone else is playing Warzone while I'm playing, you know, Something Lego else. The Incredibles, because who cares? Yeah, yeah. I don't need to be interacting that way to interact with people. So it's never really been a thing for me. Yeah, I I mean, I, I really like uh, RTSs and stuff. And whenever I'm doing those kind of like building games, I do like to replay to try to make it more streamlined, try to figure out like where I went wrong in certain aspects uh, and try to fix that if I really enjoyed the game. Now, if it's something that I didn't enjoy, of course I'm moving on. Uh, but if I enjoyed it and there's something there, I will definitely go back and try to get better. Uh, and it's the same way in like a fighting game, as you uh, said, it, it'll be something that I actually if i want to play it like if i feel like the mechanics are fun enough like honestly nickelodeon all-star smash fucking excellent game it was something that i wanted to put time and effort into and getting better so like that was definitely something but i love smash brothers too but i feel like that's too broad of a game that it it just kind of like i I don't go back on it uh too much to try to you know be a perfectionist about or get good at it i guess i should say but um i don't know like other 
genres though if there's something in like a jrpg that i really like uh at times whenever i beat the game i'll go and look for speedruns and see what a speedrun looks like that what it would entail and figure out if i can you know i, I definitely uh, feel like no offense to figure that this out was more, this was definitely more a question for you because like when it comes down to it at the end of the day Mm-hmm. never ask me a question about what do you think about replaying a game this way because my favorite <laughs> game of all on. time yeah. my favorite game of all time persona 5 love that game to death but i'll probably like i'll probably never play that game again for year, like maybe 20 30, maybe right. when i'm 60 or whatever but it's like if i want like persona 4 i fucking love persona 4 i could play it again i still can play it again on the vita on the eu version but like until i had a copy of that it's like oh man i miss persona 4 you know what i'll do i'll just watch persona 4 the animation yeah, I, I, I want, I'm totally with you there. If, if I want to play Persona, if I get the itch of like, I miss Persona 5, I'll just watch the Persona 5 anime. Yeah, I definitely love going back and replaying games. So, but then also, and like, I, wanna, I love the I, speed ra- running aspect because I really do enjoy speed running games. It's just I, I haven't done enough of it in the last At like, the end years. of the day, I would equate my way to play video games as I am a shark and I need to keep moving forward and that number needs to go up. The only games that I replay nowadays are old Nintendo. It's like, and shitty no. fucking no 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 I, well, that's, versions that's, of that's, that's, that's fucking different that's technically playing it new because new trophies but i'm talking about yeah yeah if i'm playing a game that i've already played it is usually a nintendo game that i can play mm-hmm. handheld at my office or on a plane or somewhere where it's like you know i i just need to play this game and move on because those are the like I think that there has to be a 10-year buffer of the last time i played a game to play it again w- when trophies don't yeah rely into it i think okay, of my what's, top 10 games i'll play those yeah. once a year and then anything after that i think it's like a good five-year buffer between what's uh what's the other email okay so now the other email that i hid from you which is going to tie into what we are going to play is it, next is it also from thailand it oh, is no. not it is from our okay. friend joe joe it's so plain and to straight to the point i love this your 24th episode is the subject okay since your 24th episode is coming up, I thought it would be cool if you played 24 the video game. Oh, and then fuck, links there was a 24 to the Wikipedia. Video game. Yeah. So, as it is my Wait. choice next, I'm saying we should absolutely play 24 for our 24th video game. That game is only on PlayStation 2, though. Yes, unfortunately. So, I, I have a PS2 version coming, Wait, and I'm going to well, play it. We're doing. We're doing a, a an episode that's not about trophies. Well, uh, I think the trophy you know, get, in this is is getting to the we, end, right? We did say. Well, I guess no. We did say that we would do old. And if we did, I remember on the first episode we said we would do if we did a game without trophies. The difference would be you would just play it and I would complete it. So I'll complete right. twenty four. Gotcha. Okay. Really? I yeah. I wonder what it's. I don't. I'll We're gonna look at copy. an old game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 24, 24. 20, yeah, 24 shout for 24. Out, shout, out, shout out Jack Bauer. You know what would have been funny? What I huh. should have done? You remember how we, you know, if I, I mean, I, how would I have known? But now would be a funny time for me to have instead played uh, Alpha Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, there's, because there's that, they, like I said, they use Jack Bauer as one of the, uh, the three J's. The three All right, J's. cool. All right. 24th episode, 24. We should also note, I want to put this out there now. Yes. We do this every other week. We However, do. next episode, which will be coming out two weeks from today, yes. and today, what is t- today's? Today's the twentieth. Yes. Two two weeks from today would be June third. Yes. A week after that, June 9th, Jeff Keeley is doing his Jeff three. Yes. 
Well, he's he doing. Gonna... Wait. Yeah, we, he's yeah, he is doing it on the 9th. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's a Thursday. He's yes. going to do Jeff three. We are going to record a a follow up. And our 25th episode is actually going to come out on uh, June the 10th. So not only are you get, you're getting an episode three weeks in a row yes. next month, you're going to get one on get the 3rd, one on the 10th and one on the 20th. And Small the little 17th. bonus. You're going to get a bonus episode. We're going to do trophy three June 10th. If you want to, the day after everything gets announced, if you want to hear our thoughts on everything that's coming out. So strap in June, June's going to have a lot of content and I can't yeah. wait. Not only that, we have three episodes in July too. So guys strap yeah, in. We're getting towards our first like year. Those are like on normal basis. Yeah. But that's still like the, you know, we only have three every like twice a year. So that's like, it's well, we, had three in April. we had three in April. We're going to have three in a, June. That was a special one. I mean, this is special. So like, I just feel like, yeah, eventually we're just going to, there's going to be an episode every day. It's just, it's weird. yeah. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be the Joe Rogan of video games. They're going to be five episodes. They're going to be five minute episodes. Cause it's like, what did we platinum this time? I platinum space poop on, <laughs> on the Vita. And, yeah. Anyway, uh, this has been a, yeah. a way longer episode than I thought. Uh, that's great. This is a great episode. Hey, if you like this episode, why don't you go to wherever you can rate episodes and give us five stars? Yes. And leave, leave a review and just uh, tell, uh, just uh, put the review, put this has been a great episode. And Ryan was right about dark cloud no. and uh, you know, right. Uh, call into us at what's the email. Uh, I ha- it's just the name of the show altogether. So I have more trophies than you at gmail.com still too long uh and follow <laughs> us on twitter do all that fun stuff follow us on twitch watch our streams and uh go hassle someone at gamefly to give me a sponsorship dave gamefly where are you i want a sponsorship where's my special sponsorship you gotta uh, you gotta get in with the right stuff you could definitely get some better stuff than i'm getting i want to get sponsored by raspberry peace tea <laughs> I'm a little more. Someone was asking this on my stream is like, yo, get a G fuels. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, sponsorship. And I was like, fuck no, that's just sugar. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Fuck it. G fuel. That's, the, I think that's the difference between <laughs> you and me is like, you're, you're hustling. You'll do anything. Well, I'm yeah. Like, Cause I'm like, a, I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm a doc. Hey, Chris, I'm a doctor first. I'm not going to sit here and right. tell people, Hey, do you want to just put crystallized sugar and it's, you know, G Fuel is basically just Kool-Aid, right? Yeah, I mean, it's got some, like, vitamins and shit in it. But... No, it doesn't! Yeah, it does. It, it's debatable if on those, <laughs> what you, those vitamins. Well, look, anyway. I, I mean, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll say this right here, because I, I don't know if I've ever put it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm someone who... I, I guess content creating is the way that I make money. Like, that's, that is... Twitch is the only way that I make money right now. Like, so if you want to support me, like... Uh, all for it like uh, you know come watch streams i stream every friday at yes. least uh you i tend to stream late night aside, wednesdays so um, jokes aside yeah. do support chris and I do their, hustle <laughs> all of their stuff me if you actually want to monetarily support me move to southern oregon and then get in a car accident <laughs> and then come to my office and let me charge your personal injury protection insurance through your car insurance because that's honestly how chiropractors make most of their money uh, is through car accident claims. Damn. So, that, well, I mean, I'm being honest. I yeah. mean, I want to help people. I want to help as many people as I can. And I want to entertain. I'm just saying, so, uh... I make more money if you've been in a car accident because if you, if I come, if I adjust you, listen, here's how it works. I charge every company the same amount 
for an adjustment. It's just that you have what are called allowables. And the contract I have with the government for Medicare means that you know, whatever I charge for an adjustment, they're only going to pay me $26.27. However, if you've been in a car accident and I charge your car insurance, I'm getting exactly what I'm charging, which is a much higher number than I'm not going to say out loud. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, that's, that's all it is. I just need more. It's the weirdest thing. I want people, I don't want people to get in car accidents, but I need them to get in car accidents and I need them to come to me. It's the, uh... But I do want to, uh, this makes me sound, terrible i do i do just i do generally love just helping people i really do yeah and i mean like it's just better for me if they've been in a horrific car accident um <laughs> they're totally not horrific. Just get, no don't get mangled just get whiplashed and i'll take care of you holy you know, shit this is maybe, what an episode maybe, maybe maybe take this out no we're leaving all of this in all right uh no you're i'm gonna have you bleep it by saying that you live at four six no. three two <laughs> You can't keep doing this. I can do this forever. It's going to be greater when you move to Portland and I get to say your address there. Oh, soon. Uh, that shit's so soon. So stop listening to this. Go do something else. Yeah, we're turning the episode off. Yeah. Say, say the thing. No. Well, keep listening then. Oh. I'm going to keep going. You've got me in a quandary. It, it's, it's not like, over I yet. Got, How are you enjoying I it? Got, I got like two hours before I have to play D&D on the internet and I'm hungry, but I also like the idea of holding you hostage. We just sit here and have like trying? a two hour post episode. Should we flip a coin like I did last time? Yeah, flip a coin. Okay, if I, I'm going to flip this coin. If it's heads, we end the episode. If it's tails, we have to go at least five more minutes. Okay. okay well, I need a coin. What do we, uh, okay, I've got it. Uh, yeah, what? What? What well, do you got? I don't have a coin, but I have an idea. If we have to go five minutes, hold on. I'm gonna. I mean, I gotta do. We're true gamers, so we're doing this with a quarter. I have a Pokemon coin around here somewhere. It's a, it's a quarter from Connecticut too. It's a Connecticut quarter. Okay. Heads. End the episode. Yes. Tails. Uh, you have to listen to me talk about what happened in professional wrestling last night for five minutes. Okay. So last night, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out of uh, Raw in the main. They were in the main event, and they're the tag team champions. And uh, they apparently put their uh, they went to John Laurinaitis, who's the head of talent relations. He's a real piece of shit. And they put their titles on the on his desk and they walked out. And then they the fucking WWE had the fucking gall to be like, they didn't hold up their commitment to you, the fans. And they walked out of what we had advertised. By the way, they advertised that main event 20 minutes before they walked out. And they're mad because they were told, hey, you guys are the tag team championships. You worked very hard for these. We're not going to use them for like at least two to three months. We're just going to have you lose to other people and do other feuds. And the tag team championships don't matter. And they went, this is fucking bullshit. We have artistic integrity. Also, WWE does this independent contractor bullshit shit, but they try to keep them like they're employed, like tell them what they can't do, like stream on Twitch and shit. So fuck them. Not not Sasha and Naomi. They're great. Right. Fuck WWE. Fuck Vince My- McMahon. Fuck every little fucking Matt Cardona, who is I thought was doing great, made a tweet today that was all like, huh. He was like, if I could go back in time, I when Kane pushed me off that ledge, I would go back and say, You're not respecting me, the internet champion, and I would put my neck brace on there. And it's just like, shut the fuck up, man. Even CM Punk called him out. It's like, why are you being such a little bitch boy stooge after knowing that everything WWE is wrong? So I support Naomi and Sasha Banks. I hope 
So Naomi, I don't know. She'll probably patch these up and go back because her husband works there and her husband is one of the Usos, which means she's connected to Roman. So she can get whatever she wants. I think Sasha Banks is one of the best women wrestlers on the planet. Let her fucking walk out. Guess who she has a connection with? Her cousin, Snoop Dogg. Guess who Snoop Dogg has a connection with? AEW. <laughs> if fucking Sasha Banks goes to AEW, that would change the fucking landscape of their women's wrestling because right now it's kind of shitty. They don't, I don't know. They just don't give it enough like time. Yeah. And that's the one I'll say the one thing it's definitely gotten worse lately, but WWE was doing great on the women's wrestling and the last couple like years or so they've really shit the bed on it. So it's like put Sasha in there and then maybe that, inject some new life and also because of the the eyes that sasha will bring that will make them have to do more women's wrestling and then you can give some of the best women wrestlers on the planet they have like ruby soho like trisha uh, or trisha uh fucking jamie hater sorry i don't want to say trisha jamie hater like hikaru shida like yuka sakazaki like riho and it'll make more people watch them like thunder rosa however don't let thunder rosa talk i like thunder rosa she is not good on the mic <laughs> and then bailey who i think is another one of the best one maybe bailey will see is like oh fuck it is better over here and maybe she'll jump but she probably won't because she gets a lot more money from wwe also and not to talk about wrestlers personal lives but her ex-fiance aaron solo does work at aw so maybe that's a little weird because like they hired cm punk and then you don't see colt cabana as much and people are like maybe colt cabana is not resigning but that's not for me to talk about and i respect both cm punk and colt cabana and i have nothing to talk about that so maybe aaron solo and bailey don't work but also bring bailey over because she's also one of the best wrestlers and then you get oscar to come over because oscar is the best women's wrestler on the planet one of the top 10 best wrestlers on the planet and then you get more people from from stardom in Tokyo Joshi and bring Maki Ito over more, bring Mayo Ishitani over, bring fucking Ayo Shirai, get her out of NXT and bring, and then you know what? And then what you do is rampage. You move it to two hours and you make it all women's wrestling. Uh, wait, I shut up. I need to talk for 30 more seconds. Well, no, I was going to say, why do anyone watch WWE? WWE anymore like they seem like the shittiest company like why are fans still supporting them because people are stupid I mean it's the same I mean I guess I don't it's love of the sport but... a lot of the no no it's not the love of the sport it's people that are brainwashed you get these people online oh, okay. that will blindly defend AEW or I think blindly defending any company is wrong I love yeah. AEW I'm also willing to call out their bullshit when they do shit wrong they have a bloated roster and they have too many people on it be that as it may I think the people that blindly support WDB, especially with everything wrong they've done, such as, oh, I don't know, Saudi blood money, firing people during a pandemic, um, disrespecting your wrestlers and keeping them in contracts that do not do anything but help your bottom line when you, you know, firing people who are trying their, uh, doing their best and bringing it in so that you can save two more million dollars when you're having the best fucking year possible. You know, that kind of shit. It's been five minutes. Let's flip a coin again. <laughs> again? <laughs> I said five minutes and we flip a coin again. Oh, no. <laughs> so I just oh, think that no. when it comes to wrestling, you just have to uh, open the gate more. I can't wait until Forbidden Door in June. And um, at the end of that, I hope that uh, New Japan is willing to work with AEW more. Also, fuck WWE. Just stop watching it. There are good wrestlers in WWE, but... You don't, you know what? I'm going to equate it to this. Uh, you don't want to give your money to HP, uh, HP Lovecraft. That's on her name. JK Rowling. Yeah. I don't want to give my money to Vince McMahon. That's fair. 
I mean, he seems like a twat. Here's wrestlers in WWE that I wish weren't in WWE. Uh, Bailey, Asuka, Dasha Banks, uh, uh, AJ Styles, uh, uh, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Who else do I want? Uh, Tomasa Ciampa. Is that about it? That's about it. Oh, Shinsuke. Get Shinsuke out of there. But the thing is, let's say in my perfect world, you put all those people in AEW. Now AEW has too many people. Unfortunately, AEW started as this ragtag, like we're the best of the indies and it was great. But then they got these big names and it's like, they really need to start cutting people. It sucks, but it's true. They have too many people on a roster that they don't use. Like, when you brought in CM Punk and you bring in Adam Cole and you bring in Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, it's like, well, why the fuck? What do we still need Chaos Project for? Why are we still hiring? I, I like him, but why is Frankie Frankie Kazarian's there because he's friends with the Bucks? But I'm just like, they don't have the name recognition. You know, I, I love the acclaimed, but I don't need to be seeing Private Party anymore. As good as they are, it's like they've just got too many people. I'm gonna be nice and flip the coin again. It's been three minutes. <laughs> I have more trophies than you. Hell yeah. All right. Oh, we're going to get some hate for that. <laughs> that's all you. <laughs> That was funny. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at More Trophies Pod. That's M O R E T R O P H I E S P O D. That's More Trophies Pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. It's just the name of the show, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow Ryan at Dr. Underscore Ryan on Twitter. You can also keep up to date with his Monday night Twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash Dr. Underscore Ryan. That's D-R underscore R-Y-A-N. Dr. Underscore Ryan on both Twitch and Twitter. And follow Chris on Twitter at Burezu in Japan. Now, I, I know I know what you're thinking. Don't worry, I'm going to spell it out for you right now. That's B-U-R-E-Z-U-I-N-J-A-P-A-N. It's all one word, Burezu in Japan on Twitter. And when they are streaming, you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze TK. That's B-L-A-Z-E, the letter T, the letter K on Twitch, blaze TK. Thank you again so much, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.